Welcome to the Mammoth Games Cast for the week of August 27th. I am one of your hosts, Night Swarm, and with me, as always, Filter Cord. Hey! What's up, man? How's it going? It's going. Um, I've been getting, yeah. like, really deeply, like, uh, playing The Witcher, I think, has, like, altered my brain pattern into getting really obsessively into things. Uh-huh. Um, so, I like, I think that was an intentional choice I made where I was getting too deep into stuff, so I had to, like, spread it out. Like, remember when, uh, when Dragon Age Inquisition came out, like, that's all I played for, like, I don't know, a couple weeks or something? Like, I cranked through and beat it. And then I started up my second playthrough, and then, like, partway into my second playthrough, I started hopping around and, like, making different classes just to experience, like, the beginning of the game differently or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so to I see think I intentionally, uh, yeah, we're watching a very good, extremely good Witcher 3 cinematic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, like, getting, I, I, so I'm continuing to play Witcher 3, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, Where are you at? I'm starting to, like, really mm-hmm. narrow down, uh my focus on what i'm doing so i I completed all the bloody baron stuff uh in this playthrough i had him kill himself Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh uh-huh so um i i I finished all that stuff off so he's gone i made it into novigrad and um i i rediscovered triss and uh i'm just kind of like fucking around um i did like the mission with the haunted house with the dreamer woman uh, right now I'm finding Dandelion. There we go. So, I'm about... Uh, basically, once you beat Novigrad and you have already finished Velen... Do we see titties there? It was close. Damn, I wish we would have. You might have saw the edge a bit of, of a nip. Hariola. That's when you don't shave your areolas. I don't think that that's a problem for Twitch, though. I think you're allowed to do that as long as it's video game oriented. Well, as long as it's from something. And yeah. you're not just, like, naked on camera again. Yeah. I can't show my balls. <laughs> well, they trick me once. You know what I'm saying? They call me the balls gamer. <laughs> I always game with my balls. You got one of those like disabled like, like utility controllers, down. and you just smash your dick and balls on it. You got a camera. You got a camera on your controller. It's just Jesus. It just, it like looks at minute like ball twitches. <laughs> uh, kind of like how Stephen Hawking had the camera that would look at his eye. You can't have sound because you have to cough a lot mm-hmm. to get the movement to happen. Right, exactly. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm like, once you beat the, the area of the city I'm in, that's basically... Um, if the game is, like, four acts with, um, you know, the DLCs each being kind of an extra act, uh-huh. I'm in, like, th- that'll be the end of Act 1 once I, um, once I get through uh, the city here in Novigrad. Okay. So, um, you know, I'm still very early on. I'm already over-leveled for where I'm at. Um, I try to do, like, every quest in level order. So, like, if yeah, something I, comes I up that's level thing. 7 and I'm level 9 or whatever, I'll go do the level 7 thing. Yeah, I do that the same thing. Unless I stumble on something. But, uh, yeah, so, um, because I've been getting really obsessed into Witcher, mm-hmm. um, I've, like, stopped... Uh, I've been, like, getting obsessed with other, like, just, like, random things throughout, like, my childhood and shit. Okay. (laughs) So, like, I went on Amazon, and I bought... Now, here, Grim's gonna be proud. Let my weeb flag fly over here. I went and got um, the entire series collection of uh, the anime Eureka 7. Okay, yeah. Because I was super into that when it was, like, first coming out. Yeah, I, I, Um, I don't think I watched... 
I think I watched a few episodes, but I didn't. Everybody would like catch the tail end of an episode on uh, Adult Swim or whatever. Yeah. Um, let me. Uh, I'm gonna look up some uh, info on it. But um, so I've gotten super into that. So I've I've cranked out. Uh, so let's see. I got it on Tuesday, and I've watched ten episodes already. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Originally came out in Japan in 2005, so we got it in the U.S. Um, I would imagine starting in like 2006 or something. Um, yeah, I can't find the translation, but uh, oh, in the U.S. Wow, that's really weird. In the U.S., the oh, that's the sequel series. Okay, I don't know, but yeah, it was um something I was into at the time, and like I got some of the. Apparently, this is one of the ones where they made the anime first, and then the manga like spin off of that. Mm-hmm. which is unusual so i'm not gonna get the manga for this one but um yeah i've been watching and enjoying that series again it's like a very weird nice. like it's like a mech uh post-apocalyptic um it's sort of like almost firefly-ish there's like a group of like raiders they used to be in the military they hate the government they fly around doing odd jobs for money some of the cast members are extremely young for no reason there's a mysterious woman like it's not anything original <laughs> yeah but uh i've been getting really into that um i got a new i got the new uh samsung note 9 cool it's truly fucking massive and on that i've been playing uh the new command and conquer mobile game that we were talking shit about at uh yeah i remember talking mad shit about that at e3 it deserves it. Well, it was a big like. What the fuck are we even watching? They didn't tell us yeah. the whole time, and it was they didn't, just, it yeah. Was literally dumb. the entire show, they didn't tell us what it was. They didn't show a title or anything. Um, we just like stumbled onto it later, and it was like, what the fuck was that? And I think they revealed that it was Command and Conquer. At like, the somebody very mentioned, end. like At, they yeah. just said they were like, yeah, it's really it's really cool to see the Command and Conquer brand grow this way. Everybody's like, what the fuck? It's like, what are you even talking about? It, and yeah. it, it's not like it was particularly interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, like, base on each side. It's three, rock, paper, scissors, I mean. Yeah, like, like three hexagon-based things and, yeah. like, a rocket in the middle. It's like, okay. Yeah. So there's, like, there's a ton of units. Um, each unit, you have to build a certain, like, factory for it to be created in. Um, you know, it, it's... It's really interesting, like, I see what the game's doing, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Um, it's just like, it needs more. It needs a lot more. Right. Uh, yeah, it's it, extremely uh, pay to win right now. I think I'll, I think I'll probably download it and check it out. Um, yeah. I don't know, I, I really get, like, crazy hard on mobile. And then mm. I stop playing entirely. Yeah, that's usually how I do. I like I'm pretty much done with the Jurassic World game. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm over that. I, I'm on. Have I deleted it? I'm not sure if I've deleted it. I still have it, but that bitch is getting deleted soon. Um, nope, I got rid of it. Yeah, um, it's in, in like, it's just a, a, it's a huge problem that you can sense that it's like, um, the stuff is just so badly made. Right. They like, just didn't take their time to figure something interesting out. So this was like the right. default. This was like, oh hey, we like made this fucking shit. You guys right. Want it or? 
it's it's really weird like weird the company is usually not like proud of it even yeah well i I mean Um, i don't know i'm not sure how you could really be you know well i mean i mean if they would have done something and developed it they got a demand it was like hey go make this fucking game right so like i get it or whatever like you just had to do your fucking thing but it's like this is not what people wanted yeah they could have and conquer they could have developed it a little bit like they could have like like this seems so like like cookie cutter you know this is like it seems so typical right and it's i mean it really is you can sense when somebody spent a lot of money oh yeah like better like it's sort of card based as you can see on the screen i guess so like you can you can definitely feel when it's like oh this guy just spent like 20 bucks on card packs and i'm fucked like there, there's nothing you can do about it if somebody just has better shit than you. I wonder how long it would take a couple people to make a playable version of this uh, from well, scratch. The guy in my class did it in fucking um, our was it prototype class. Four he came weeks. Up with it in a, a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Two and a half weeks, maybe. He had a or after a week, he had a prototype going. A little we, while after that. Um, yeah. Exactly. You know, we, we he was pretty much fleshed out and then we turned it in at the end of that month so yeah there you go essentially the same game his was better because there wasn't all this weird like obtuse bullshit it was a very fair like this is good against this this is good against this this is good against the first one right and like that was it there wasn't all these weird like ways to fuck around with your character and like hero powers and shit you know yeah which i understand like you have to add that for longevity or whatever but that just makes it so abusable because it's like oh well every single one you can upgrade it like a hundred times up to a maximum level um the only way to advance is to win matches you earn in-game coins and then when you get packs you get card packs or whatever that's how you upgrade after you've you put in you you spend coins to upgrade a unit three times and then when you have enough cards you upgrade it to the next level right and every time you're getting stat bumps so it's uh I, i really don't like what it is now um Okay. It, uh, it needs yeah. work. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can definitely see that from even like originally when we were, were watching it on E3. It's like we were watching it saying like this is obviously something command and conquer based. Mm-hmm. And we're like, damn, this is this is real rough. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know what they're what good. they were getting I mean, at here, but I don't know. I mean, this is better than like a world where we have command and conquer like the mobile infantry game or whatever like i'm glad they didn't make that but they could have made something like this this is not the worst thing they could have done but it certainly ain't what i wanted oh for sure you know yeah cool anything else that's that's pretty much what i've been up to um yeah. yeah, I think probably not going to be playing too much else. Uh, I know, what, Donut County is coming out? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, pretty uh, quickly? Yeah, that's coming to the Switch, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, that, let me, uh, that's, let where me I wanna, check that. that's where I want to play that at. Yeah, I'm getting it on PS4 because I got that sly-ass <clears throat> discount. Oh, yeah, I forgot about um, that. And I got the, the okay, so that's coming out the 28th, so let me go type that in. Our, our uh, website that we use for releases has been failing us lately. Yeah, really bad. Yeah, we. I, I and think, I'll grab a video and everything for that. Too. Yeah, I think we'll have to grab a uh, a better, more reliable 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, place. it's good. It, it includes a lot of stuff. Like, it will bold things that it thinks are going to be big releases. Um, and then it's got a lot of, like, small releases that you wouldn't think of. But uh, it's just been it's been getting things wrong lately. Um, right. I don't really know what the issue is. Okay, it's not coming to Switch immediately, but it's being developed for Switch. Okay. He wants to bring it to everything. Initially, it's going to be iOS, Mac, PS4, Windows. Yeah, I'll probably go PS4 then. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, while you're looking that up, I guess I'll run down what I've been doing. Um, aside from the usual, just like, you know, playing a little bit of Pokemon Go here and there. Um, one of the first things I jumped into was something we talked about last week. It was um, uh, Neon Code. Um, oh, yeah. That was on, like, what? That was free on um, Itch.io? Uh, yeah, it was, um, what is it, like, itch.io or something? Yeah, um, it's kind of like a weird indie uh, company. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but Platform, I guess. Let me find... Let me just hit free download. That should take me to where I need to go. There we are. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's done by one dude. Uh, I wrote his name down somewhere. Actually, I'll just go to the article. Um, but yeah, it's it's done by one dude who just likes making video games, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is a like a spin on things that he really liked. Like Miami Vice, like uh, Blade Runner, like, um, you know, like, it, it's basically a cyberpunk detective world. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, you, you, you're basically carrying out small jobs for people to, so you can get, like, up and running, basically. And, like, one of the first main goals, kind of the main goal that we're watching um, here is he's trying to get all the pieces to get his car running. Um, so he he's like, I need a new battery. And it's kind of a beat-up little, like, old car. Um, mm. I need a new battery. I need gas. I need to grab the keys. And, you know, you kind of do all of that, you you know. And um, so you have to go to your office, and, you you know, you pick up some money, and you pick up... Um, but, you know a few you know a few other things like you pick up your gun you're a detective um and you pick up um you pick up one other thing and then people kind of send you on like little missions like the guy who's like yeah you know i can't sell you gas but if you were to do something for me i could possibly sell you gas because gas is a commodity um mm-hmm. and he wants you to get some information from one of these um like i these ibots that float around mm-hmm and he wants you to remove its chip and bring it to him so he can't be, like, incriminated. Okay. Um, but, yeah, you play as uh, Craig Williams, a private investigator um, in this cool cyberpunk retro wave city. Um, mm-hmm. And the first thing you do, you pick up as him um, on the beach during, like, a party. There's, like, a band playing and stuff like that. And then uh, you hear gunshots. So he moves to inv- investigate as a private investigator. And you find uh, a victim face down in a fountain. Um, mm-hmm. Blood everywhere and a few items kind of scattered around. You have to, like, look at the items. Oh, okay, so this is this guy's name and, you know, 
um, you start learning a bit more about it. And from there, that, that's the case that you're building upon. Like, why was this guy murdered? And it kind of becomes a small, like, con conspiracy. Um, the guy who made it is Verde Zoltz. Um, and, yeah, you can check it all out. Um, just type in neon code um, itch.io. You'll find it almost immediately. Um, and I, I, I did learn that the, that his... Uh, I don't think he made any of the um, like buildings or stuff. He just kind of put it all together and made the story. That's still pretty good. But it's still really good, yeah. So, uh, you know, he did a good job. It has everything. It's um, for one person to do basically an open world game with even driving mechanics is impressive and that it has it has a shooting mechanic it's it's a first person shooter with uh well shooter investigator um and you can drive and it has several different cars like your car is like a standard like american-made car with four wheels but a lot of the cars mm -hmm. you see on the road are these cyber future um like hover cars so okay. it's pretty cool yeah um i had a small talk with the guy i don't know how much english he actually knows um mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe in the future, um, maybe we can work something out and talk to him about the game a little bit. That'd be awesome. Yeah. It looks, like, extremely good for one person's work. Yeah. It, Even and, if it is, like, hey, I'll take this asset off the store and put it over here. Right. And this version, <laughs> this, uh, this version is actually a shorter version. Um, mm -hmm. You actually had to do a bunch of stuff right here uh, before you, like, pull out and, like, drive off. You can go across the bridge on the right over there, um, mm -hmm. and that leads to a whole other mission, a whole other like set of missions. You have to find, um, you have to find uh, a, like a specific woman at a bar, and uh, you go to you go, end up going to a hotel looking for a certain guy that's hiding, um, and it's all about corporate like corporate greed. Um, I think it was basically two guys were looking to steal a bunch of money from this corporation, and the corporation mm -hmm. found out and they killed them. Um, that's kind of the, I think that's kind of the gist of what we're, you know, what's happening here. So, okay. um, but yeah, like at the end of my article, I was like, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what he can do next. He can obviously storytell pretty well, um, and put together worlds. So I, I could imagine if he got together with even two other people, um, mm -hmm. he could make something really, really, really good. So. Yeah, I played that um, almost immediately following the um, uh, the stream last week, and then of course uh, throughout the week I've been playing um, playing Fart Knife, which oh, is always yes. fun. Um, yeah, I, I, I would say I'm getting better at the battle royale, but I'm really not. Um, I don't know. <laughs> no, it's it's yeah. it's, it's I, I'm doing a little bit better, but. Uh, I don't know. You can only do. I feel like so much with uh, with people, you know, with you know, by yourself. Like mm -hmm. it. Like for solo, I can get I can get top ten every time if I want. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Like team, I like team seems to be ideal, mm -hmm. and that, that's what I'd like to play. But there's just not enough people to like. I don't have enough people that are interested. So it's and it's not a big deal. I'm just. Um, yeah, it's so, just something that it's kind of like, kind of like, um, kind of reminds me of Battlefront Two, where it's like this is a great game if you have a group of people to play it with. If you right. don't, it's a game. 
Right, right, and and that's yeah. and that's the way it is. So you know, I've been gaming with random people here and there, mm-hmm. um, and you know, it's 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 still been fun. Um, they, I, I of course got the battle pass, so I've been like receiving a ton of random um, loot as I level up and do stuff, and mm. I. I finished all of the weekly challenges, and then I basically finished a monthly challenge, and it unlocked a uh, it unlocked a character for me. Um, yeah. He kind of looks like Noob Cybot from Mortal Kombat. He's kind of like the uh, the shadowy black and gray mm-hmm. outfit character. Okay. Um, and yeah, it, it was uh, like it. Like it was pretty fun. Uh, I like I've had a uh, a good time doing all the challenges, but now I don't have any challenges left, and I'm like, I don't mm. know, I don't know how long I'm gonna keep doing this. But interesting. Hmm. Yeah, um, the, the they had uh they had a change, and there was a big um it was like a big purple cube that showed up in the world. Um, that was kind of interesting. The cube has a uh, like a force field, put like a push field to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it gives you a shield. Uh, no one knows what it's about, but they have a f- like I have a feeling that has something to do with the the character that I unlocked for doing the monthly challenge. Yeah, uh, because they have some um, they have some like concept art showing those guys like kind of like causing havoc. Um, one of the cool things that I really like that they did is they had a place called Tomato Town. It had like a uh, I think like a pizza place or a restaurant of some Welcome. sort. To Tomato Town. <laughs> well, they wiped that place off the fucking map. Mm-hmm. And I they, heard about that. They put in like an ancient tomato sculpture or something. Yeah, and like a temple underneath. <laughs> I love that. So it's like people who are like worshiping like the yeah. uh, the tomato gods or something. God, that's very good. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's what all white people do. Uh huh. Worship the tomato based gods every pizza Sunday. They have a. They even have like a. Uh, um. Like an animation of where, like, you can, like, a character puts, it's like, you, I, I'm not sure if you can buy it or what the deal is, but, um, character, like, puts his hands out and there's nothing there, there's nothing there, mm. and it makes, like, a noise, mm. and then all of a sudden the tomato starts to grow in their hands, and it, it makes, like, a oh God. noise when it shows all the way up, it's really stupid. Yeah. It's extremely good. <laughs> But yeah, um, I mean, some of the stuff I think uh, was like best suited for me to do, um, like fifty v fifty, which mm-hmm. was pretty cool. Like I managed to, uh, you know, you just you feel a little more successful, especially when you're playing like solo. If, yeah. Like if if I don't get an like, and I've never actually got a first place victory, which mm-hmm. is fine, because there's a hundred fucking people. But I, I can get, like, top five, and then it's, like, I don't know, like, maybe nerves or something. It's, like, mm-hmm. these other people are obviously really getting, good. Like, freaky. Yeah. Like, they can build and shoot at the same time. I cannot build and shoot. So I'm already at a huge disadvantage. Um, yeah. But the 50v50, you can, like, like, I can get in there and I can kill people. And, like, and then at the end it says victory. And then I'm, like, okay, I feel good about that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if I'm playing, like, shit, I think that's a... And I... You know, probably say that's probably good for most people. Um, mm-hmm. If you feel like you're doing shitty, you know, play that mode. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it for me um, on uh, 
on what I've been playing this week. I feel like there's some other stuff that I kind of like skipped over, but uh, mm. yeah, I, I can't remember. Um, Absolver okay. was last week, so yeah. Cool. We'll go ahead and jump into the games releasing. But first, oh yeah, brother. If you guys get a chance, head over to facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. Talk about all the stuff that we uh, that we talk about here on the podcast. Talk with us uh, about it over there first. Um, some good stuff, especially this week with Gamescom. Um, oh, there's yes. a lot of good stuff, which we'll get more into that here in a little bit after the game's releasing. Um, as well, follow us on Twitter at uh, Mammoth Games Inc. So you know when we go live, do stuff just like this. Um, get a good laugh at the ridiculous fucking gift that we used for today's. Very good. We've oh been doing God, some good great. ones. Like there's been some good ones in there. Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, the game's releasing. Uh, these are the games releasing between August 27th and September 3rd. Holy shit, we're branching into September. Um, yep. It's really going to start heating up until like the end of April next year. Yeah. Um, so the first yeah, we'll one start off yeah go ahead um so on tuesday august 28th uh we're going to see the release of flotilla 2 on uh primarily on steam it's going to start out um this is from blendo games which is uh, uh i don't remember the specific person but it's like a one-man operation and uh it's like a very good um uh, it, it's really similar to the um Battlestar Galactica tactical combat game I was talking about. Um, mm-hmm. The first Flotilla game was like, it was a 3D uh, space, sort of spaceship combat simulator. Mm-hmm. And you're like controlling your height and using your environment to your advantage. Um, you know, it's relatively slow moving. Um, Are these sugar cubes that you're playing around? <laughs> I, I think they're supposed to be asteroids, but everything is cube based. It's very weird. Like, I'm trying yes. to figure out even what these mechanical or these uh, tech pieces it's, it's, are. It looks like a broken rocket, maybe? Yeah. It's very weird. weird shit to have your enemies collide into and shit. But, uh, yeah, it's very good. Like, um, I, I played the first one, and I enjoyed uh, I, I enjoyed my time with the first one, but there just wasn't a lot to it. Right. Um, just putting this in VR is an amazing idea. Yeah. It, that, that adds a lot of... Uh, depth to the game i think and it's goofy as fuck like this guy just mm-hmm. like with the hey, yeah, this guy's known to be that. um super like goofy i think it's brandon chung because they say at the end brandon chung i think he is blendo games but um he's like very goofy this is the guy that made um oh shit what was the um 30 flights of loving which is like a uh it's like a game that's a story-based game that's entirely like jump cuts and uh, everybody's got, like, these, like, extremely low-res, like, cube heads and shit. It's very good. Okay, so that was the thing that it was looking to pop up after this. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, but, cool. yeah, it's very good. So uh, I would definitely recommend checking this out if you're a fan of, um, you know, any kind of, like, space combat tactics. Uh, if you just want to check out something kind of weird and goofy, this is a good one to check. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out like what this little controller thing is that he has. Yeah, it looks like, like the controller physically exists in the game. And he like connects it to other things? Yeah. Like I'm not 100% picks sure. Picks up what's like going an there, attachment. That's like it. weird. Interesting. Um cool. Um same day, uh, Tuesday, August 28th coming out 
for the Switch by Capcom, uh, Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate, which um, mm-hmm. currently uh, we do have a, um, it's under our demos and freebie section. You can download mm-hmm. a demo for this right now. Um, I actually don't know too much about uh, Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know anything about basically anything in the Monster Hunter franchise. Yeah, I mean, except for the first one. Yeah, I know. I know very. Uh, I know very little about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know where this falls or what the deal is with it. It looks like this is an ultimate release. Um, yeah, for the Switch. Yeah, this is ultimate release for the Switch. It's an HD port expansion um, mm-hmm. from the. Um, let me see. What, a 3DS title? I assumed I it was a 3DS title, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, you can check out the video here. Um, it says up to six different hunting styles. This very much looks like a, a 3DS game. Um, if you like Monster Hunter um, Monster Hunter World, um, this will be a slightly weaker version. Um, this is kind of the version of Monster Hunter I wasn't a fan of. Mm-hmm. Um, World really, really, really brought it. Um, like, like forward. modernized it a lot, and yeah, it, um, th- this will not feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. I like personally, I don't think this will feel comfortable. Um, yeah. You have to be a pretty huge fan, and that's me saying that like Monster, mo- the original Monster Hunter for PS2 was the first online game I ever played on console. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. And I actually like that one, but it, mm-hmm. it it's it's old. It doesn't work, and it's yeah. weird that they're still p- pumping these out, like mm-hmm. non modern monster hunters. I agree. So, um, you know, it it's it, it's there if you uh if you need it. I understand if yeah, you need it. If that's what you're into, if you want to play something on the go here, right there it is. You're you. just looking for something for Switch. Um, it's there. You yeah. pick it up the twenty eighth. Cool. Um, and did you want to take the next one? Or you want me to? Sure. Um, so I've, they've been emailing me incessantly. Uh, I never got into a beta, even though I was I signed up the like the day it was available. Me too. Uh, Pretty bitter. Strange about that. Brigade. Um, Strange Brigade coming out on PS4, PC, X Boner. Uh, coming from Rebellion, which is a company I actually really like. Mm-hmm. Um, I like a lot of the stuff they have put out. They're kind of one of the like I don't know like a B tier. Uh, publisher and developer yeah they're one of those publishers that you can get some really quality stuff out of randomly Mm -hmm. and then they put out like five games a year that are just pure shit right right um this one it looks fantastic um Mm -hmm. just like visually it looks great i like um i like the period that it's like set i i don't know 1930s explorer yeah um, it's very like uh yeah um it kind of has a like new that that new jumanji Mm -hmm. feel yeah. <clears throat> um but yeah, it is a uh what is it? It's a it's a four player co-op like wave survival game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, yeah well, it's does it work like le- been, uh, does it work like Left 4 Dead? Are you going yeah, it's through been areas? To Left 4 Dead. Um it's kind of like a miniature campaign that you're going on in each uh, I, there's like four campaigns. Mm-hmm. Um so, you know, these these games are really coming back lately. Yeah. Uh which is awesome because they I don't know why they ever went anywhere. Um, but yeah, it's wave based. Uh, you're like moving between areas as you clear out waves. Um, in that really cool, uh, 1930s explorer style, which I'm super into. <clears throat> yeah. It looks like you're finding places like, um, 
I mean, we've seen like Anubis. We've seen, you know, like like yeah, different things. Like you're uncovering, uh, Mm -hmm. like like you you open a box and it unleashes hell, and that's basically what you know. Or you open a tomb and it unleashes hell. Um, That's kind of like the feel. Um, But yeah, was it third person shooter? Mm-hmm. Yeah, looks good too. Uh, like graphically, I, I don't know about gameplay. Well, you know, we'll we'll see. We'll see about that. I'm pretty sure we'll hear something here uh, the next week or so. Yeah, probably. Cool. Um, and then shit. Next is something you would know more about than I would. Okay, so this is an answer to I think us two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Remember, uh, Yakuza Two came out again for PS4 and PC. Right. Well, Yakuza Kiwami 2 is now coming out. Good guess. So they just, they digitally re-released um, just Yakuza 2 unaltered. And then, uh, you know, a couple weeks later, they're releasing Kiwami 2, which is uh, mostly new art. Yeah. Fixed gameplay, fixed controls, um, minor audio fixes, um, basically like a... It's I don't know if it's like a HD upscaling with some fixes or if it's a complete re like I think it's the same engine and everything. It to me it reminds me of like how we have 2D and 3D and then 2.5D. This is very much like yeah. a 2.5D uh, yeah like version of like it's not a it's not 2.5D but like when I think about it it's like it's, it's like a half this, step up yeah it's like it's not all new but it's some new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. Um, Again, like, I would be super into the Kiwami games if I had played these in the past. Um, It's just, like, too late for me now. Um, But, yeah, so, you know, ultimately, um, Yakuza Kiwami, like, it's something that I would actually recommend if you, uh, you know, if you're a fan of them at all or if it looks like something you could really get into. Um, They're doing a lot of really cool things, and... From what I've heard, Yakuza 2 is actually one of the best games in the series. So, um, this could be a good kind of onboard... Um, I've, I've heard Yakuza 0 and Yakuza 2 uh, are the ones to really check out. Uh, if you're trying to enter into the series. If you're already into the series, you probably want this anyways. Because, like I said, uh, I've heard that Yakuza 2 is one of the the better ones anyways. Um, so, yeah, that's, that'll be continuing... Um, on uh, Tuesday the 28th, the final game coming out on the 28th, uh, which we just discovered earlier in this very same podcast, Donut County coming out on iOS, Mac, PC, and PS4. Um, so this is like a um, Katamari Damacy style... Uh, like, you play as a hole in the ground, and you like have shit fall into the hole. And that makes your hole bigger and more powerful. And you just... You, you have to, like, try to figure out how to get everything on... In your little play zone into the hole, basically. Um, so it seems like a really cool, like... Not quite a puzzle game, but also not quite... Um, it's like a, a puzzler action... Spook fest. Funny. Like, weird... Anthropomorph- anthropomorphized animals... Yeah, um, it all has. Kinds of cool shit. Yeah, you, you know, you kind of want to start with like the smaller stuff first, um, and just start pulling that stuff in because it'll make you larger. 
and then you know kind of like move up um it feels really cool when you get so big you can just start eating buildings and like really big shit mm-hmm. um so i mean it's pretty interesting there's there was a i think i mentioned it last time we talked about it there's a there was a mobile game where you play against other people as a, like this whole and you, you yeah. all start really small and you just eat stuff and then you can eat other like holes basically um and then amazing. buildings yeah it's it's interesting um that was my first jump at like playing a game like this mm-hmm. um and i'm not sure like it, it's probably they were probably like well we'll just go ahead and take advantage of this but this one is very yeah. different because some things that you eat and fall into the hole will come back up and like fun with you fuck. yeah yeah they're like what are you doing uh like they're like right now there's like a, it looks like a snake or something sticking out mm-hmm. of a sticking That's out my of deck. the hole um it's his hog um, mm-hmm. it's blue i didn't know that um well you know lack of oxygen you know it's been choked a lot <laughs> <laughs> got him yeah but this one this one adds a a really good like puzzle mechanic you know you're trying to figure stuff uh-huh. out and, um yeah pretty cool um so i i i'm excited for that <laughs> yeah it looks really good. gonna be fun um, and you can, I think, still get the discount um, as long as you pre-order it on PS4 beforehand, right? Oh, yeah. Ten bucks? I know I did. And I got a uh, theme for it, too, so that's been my theme lately. Nice. Hell, yeah. Cool. Um, and then pushing on into Friday, August 31st, we have Divinity Original Sin 2 Definitive for PS4 uh, and X Xbox from... That Damco Bandai, mm-hmm. um, Band Bandai Namco. Um, this is Bandai Mam. Th- th- this is a game that I've I constantly every time I see it I say, oh man, I really need to pick that up, and then I never do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, yeah, like it's weird because I, I love the aesthetics of the game. Oh, the yeah. art is obviously amazing. I really like, uh, I was just talking about this before the show, I really like how they've had a twist on some of the traditional like fantasy races. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like that you can play as an undead anything. <laughs> um, you know, it's got these origin stories where like there's certain pre-made characters that is like, okay, this guy was meant to be the High King, but he was betrayed by his uncle Scar, and now he's living in the woods with two stoners or whatever. Do you have, do you have this one? Have you no, I think I up? have I have the original on uh, 360, not 360. <laughs> I have the original Xbox One. I, I I think I think we should keep like an eye out for it, like a sale or something. Mm-hmm. For That's one. how I got the first one. I got the I got the first one for like ten bucks. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, I, like I'm really into everything it's doing. I just don't like the like I don't like these isometric CRPGs unless it's Diablo. You know? Okay. Like. It's just not, it, there's not enough action for me in this play style. Um, and it's something that I would be super into normally. Mm. But, like, it just needs to be made in the Dragon Age Origins style. And by that I mean Dragon Age Origins on consoles. <laughs> so it's like, I don't, it, it's just, I can't get into it enough. Okay. Um, yeah, it might like be. Like I said, I have the first one. I've tried it out a little bit. I haven't done a lot, but. Is it? It's not on like Game Pass or anything, is it? Uh, it might be, and there's a really good That'd deal a... going on for Games Pass right now too. Yeah, if it's you like two bucks for two months or something. Yeah, so it might be time I'm for a... me to 
definitely going to try that out. <laughs> Jack that up. Yeah, the first <laughs> one's probably on Games Pass, I would bet. Yeah, I don't know. I, I really I want to like I want to check it out. It seems like I can see things that I would like about it and things that I wouldn't like about it. Mm-hmm. But I think the things I would like about it might outweigh the other. So I, I yeah, don't know. I mean that's definitely something to try out. Like you'll you'll never know unless you get into it because it's just such a like this was huge in like two thousand right, and uh, it's just gone away for a long time. And there's been a slew of these games coming out like. Um, uh, Pillars of Eternity is a similar style. Mm. Um, so, you know, it's it's like, these are kind of having a heyday, sort of. Uh, but it's still something that your average person might not know about or be familiar with. Uh, Pillars is faster, though, right? Uh, or is it know. the same style? I have no idea. I, yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. I, I haven't gotten into, enough into either one of them to really know. Fair enough. Cool. Um, and the last one that we have as well friday august 31st mm-hmm. naruto to boruto shinobi striker for pc ps4 and xbox one from bandai sure. namco uh yeah sure that's exactly why, uh, what i would say did you say this one looked okay yeah i mean it's it looks interesting um when we were talking about uh, we, we were actually discussing this a little bit before um the show it's a like Naruto has a good game come out every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying. I'm, um, I'm gonna look at that the one that I keep thinking of. I'm gonna look that up so I can get the name right. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, there's a couple good ones. This one is a. Uh, this one looks like it could potentially be a good one. It's got the like, um, a lot bigger world to interact with. I guess. Uh, it's it's leaning more toward that like RPG ish direction that I think they really need to do. Um, but you know, it's kind of uh, like they're. It seems like they're really trying to focus on the online. Yeah, stuff, and it seems like competitive online, which does not sound good to me. It sounds like they're trying to do the same. They're trying to give you the same thing that they're giving you with Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it looks like they're same. going in a in a Dragon Ball Super direction, sort of. Right, right. Uh, let me see if there's a um, demo for this. Oh, this that would be a perfect. That would they be all, really They make nice. demos all the time. Um, I think um, it was Naruto: Rise of the Ninja, is the game that I'm yeah, thinking. Yeah, that was one. It was like the 360 era. Yeah, it, really good. Uh, like uncharacteristically good. Um, uh-huh. Like open world, uh, like kind of open world. Um, you know, you can run around, run up walls. There's like world puzzles and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. Is this the same way? It has that in it. I don't know if that's what they're leaning on. It looks okay, like... there is a demo. There's a demo out now for PS4 on... Uh, that came out on the 22nd. On the 24th, the demo for the Xbox One is out. I'm not sure about PC. Is uh, It makes me wonder, is it going to be just co-op? or? Um, it, it looks like they're really heavily TV. leaning on the online battles. Yeah, that's what I don't, which is that's what I don't want to do. Which is extremely nightmarish. And it is, it's online only, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Yeah, here's the one that I was talking about. Let me slide this hairy old bitch over. Slide this little bitch over. This one felt real good. You could walk just fully yeah, around familiar. the village um, and go to different villages and you can like... But what I'm afraid of is with the other one is that it would just be like instanced. Like, you go from, like, okay, uh, I'm walking around, or, like, okay, I'm going to do chapter one, and then it puts you in, like, a 
like a village like you just in mm-hmm. like a little spot and you fight and then after that you back out and it's like all right chapter two and you go into it like i don't know that it takes me out of it so so heavily it just mm-hmm. it doesn't do it for me and i'm a and i'm a pretty big like i'm not i won't say i'm like the ultimate naruto fan or anything but like mm-hmm. i'm a pretty big fan there's characters that i really yeah. really am into i'm really super into like the world that they've they've built uh, well i don't know why i say they is one fucking guy but right. i'm really into the world that that was made around naruto and like i'm really like this is one of those things where i'm really glad that this became popular like yeah i i don't know why one piece is popular i don't get it i don't like it i don't like the art style i don't like the story i don't like and it's like the longest running anime ever now it's like the top selling uh manga to ever exist it like outsells naruto almost two to one yeah and it's like i don't know why that's popular it's like uh here's some good news before we get into the news section uh like uh big bang theory is ending <laughs> i yeah. hate big bang theory like uh, i i i honestly do not understand why anybody finds anything redeeming in it in any way i mean like, I, it's not it's not one of the things that i just don't like i don't like supernatural but i get it right like it's fine but i'm actually angered when somebody likes big bang theory I mean, it's not a show that I, like... Like, I'm not like, oh, Big Bang Theory's on. Like, I'll watch it or whatever. But mm. there are, like... I, I like some of the portrayal. Like, the way that the characters are portrayed. And it... Just because it's so, like... So ridiculous. Like, I think Wallowitz. I think he's probably... Um, you know, like, the really nerdy guy who's like, oh, yeah, I hang out at the club. Like, that... I don't know. There's something ridiculous That's all of about them that. Me. Well, I mean, it's definitely like my issue is that I went to college with people that were like, "Oh, this show's totally me." Uh-huh. And if you don't see it as like a complete like, uh, I can like it's it's meant to be satire. Yeah, it's like that's impossible. Like, how could you like, be? It like, doesn't. It doesn't come across. It's like in my opinion, it just comes across badly. It's just badly made. It's badly filmed. It's badly written. It's badly acted everything's bad about it that's my opinion Uh but in reality it does not come across as satire even though it's meant to be satire yeah so like well i think it was a lot of people watch it and they're like this is smart people this is what smart people are like i'm like that guy i'm smart huh yeah it just fucking blows me away yeah that's i mean i i think it was meant to be one thing in it and you know like you kind of picked up didn't work out that way yeah they found this fan base that was like oh these guys will like keep me employed for like six years hell yeah i mean i can't say i would have done anything different you know if people like it yeah so yeah i i I get it but i don't under like i don't know Uh, one piece i've i've i haven't watched enough to even like give it a fair shake Hmm. so naruto though like that was at like uh like i was much younger when i first started reading this so Mm -hmm. it, it was kind of a different thing yeah, but I'm glad that I'm glad that Naruto took off, and it, they kind of have the like uh, Warhammer, um, like mentality of like we'll just let anybody make a fucking game about this shit, right? And therefore, there's like forty bad ones and like four good ones. Yep. Um, a couple of the fighting games that were like the the free roaming style, uh, a couple of those were pretty good. That one you said, what was that? Path of the Ninja, or yeah, I still have it up here. It's um, yeah, that one was pretty good. Rise of the Ninja. Rise of the Ninja yeah. was good. Um, but it's, like, and a lot of times they just seem to miss, like, what they're 
fans actually want. I, I can't really say that. It's what I actually want. You know, they're, obviously they do well enough that they made like forty of these games. Well, I mean, their fan base would definitely accept something like if they're like, "Oh, we're gonna make mm-hmm. like, like a Dragon Age style Naruto game." Right. Their fans would be like, "Holy shit, for real!" And it like it, it would be really good. Um, but they don't have that, so they're like, "We're gonna make the forty second thousandth goddamn fighting game that you don't want." And they're like, "Okay, I'll buy it." Right. Because they're yeah. a fan. It's like, I'll, I'll take something oh. rather than nothing. Yeah, I'll take what I can get. Yeah. And I, I think this route should have been, you know, followed. The the rise of the ninja. Um, and uh, expanded upon. It would have just, like, it, it, it could have it could have really blown up, I think. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It would be interesting to see the sales. I feel like the sales on Rise of the Ninja were probably much lower than the fighting. Yeah. Just yeah. because people were like, well, I don't know what that is. Right. So, I don't know. Um, I guess we'll see how... We'll see. Uh, we'll see more about this um, this new game that's that has the demo out now, um, mm-hmm. and then we'll come back to this and you know see what's up. Yep. All right. Um, so yeah, we do have a couple um, demos and freebies. Actually, I'll go ahead and add in. Uh, we won't link to gameplay or anything, but I'll add in that Naruto one. Cool. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Cool. Uh, yeah, like right out of the gate. Um, first up, one of the first things that I saw this week. You can preload it September 3rd um, for pre-orders. You can grab it on the 4th. It opens to the public on the 6th. Uh, Battlefield 5 multiplayer beta. Um, So, yeah, this one's super easy. You should just be able to preload it um, as soon as the 3rd pops up, and then you're good to go. You know, you'll be able to play it. Um, I wouldn't expect to play it as soon as it opens up, Um, but... It looks like, let me see if I can find, preload starts at 8, uh, it doesn't even, it just says 8 UTC, Not. it doesn't say AM or PM, so that's yeah. very misleading. Um, well, 800 UTC, UTC doesn't have AM and PM, I think. Oh, really? Okay. They're probably um, using military clock, so it should be 8 AM. Yeah. Um, and let me see when we can play. Uh, it looks like they don't have a... A time when the open like when it opens up i assume it'll probably be about the same time um on the 6th for mm. and that's oh that's open to the public if you already have it pre-ordered um you can grab it on the fourth a couple days early be able right. to yeah, check it out with, doing that a lot yeah be able to check it out with all the uh, without all the other uh mm-hmm. you know peeps um we already mentioned uh we already mentioned Naruto. You can check out the Naruto uh, to Boruto demo um, available now, PS4 and Xbox. Um, and we already mentioned the Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate Switch demo mm-hmm. that you can grab right now, um, if that is your jam. Um, and then the biggest one, I think this is probably the biggest one because it's the most like oddball. Um, mm-hmm. It's an alpha sign-up for a game that was shown off at Gamescom called Breach. Um, I think we have a video of Breach later. We might not. No, okay. we don't have a video for Breach. I'll, I'll, here, I'll just find a video for Breach right now. Um, okay. They got the trailer right there on the site, you're on. Oh, yeah, shit, they do. Here we are. Um, so the game is a... 
I think I wrote it wrote it up as like a dungeon brawler. Mm-hmm. You play as uh, you create your own character, and it's four v one. And as the one plays a um, like a void character mm-hmm. that works as a dungeon master. Um, you can pos- oh, yes. y- you can possess different enemies in the you know in the level. You can set up traps, obstacles, um, while the other four are trying to beat what you're setting up. And some of the classes that you can play as are really cool, like necromancer, uh, like a chronomancer, an assassin. Um, I mean, they're they're doing some good stuff here, um, but it feels mm-hmm. very like B. Oh, it's called a vile demon, is what the the okay that thing is um it's what they call me too i've heard a few people say that yeah mm-hmm. um but yeah it, it was labeled as a co-op action rpg dungeon brawler set in a modern mythical earth future um cool yeah uh pretty cool i was where, where was it at uh i thought i i thought i read who made it Oh, uh, it's got um, Bioware devs Bioware that had worked on um, Shadow Realms. Right, right. That's what it was. Um, so they were like, yo, let's go ahead and try this again. Yeah, but I think the really cool thing is the create your own character and pick your own class. I think that's really something that we mm-hmm. haven't seen in this style of game. Um, yeah. You know, Friday the 13th, Dead by Daylight, you don't have those options. Um, it's kind of like you have your character and then, you know, they're inherently good at this or this. Mm-hmm. And you swap between that. You're not stuck with your. So this is like an RPG. Yeah, it's more RPG than the other ones, and you know the other games of its right. kind. So that's kind of cool. Um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely doing some cool stuff. Um, I'm gonna have to see it out or be invited to an early, uh, you know, alpha or beta or whatever. Yeah, and that's um, that's my plan. Um, you know, try to get into this. Um, it was interesting. Posting this on MGI the Facebook, like there were some people that were into it, you know. Yeah. yeah. Like I was surprised on the love that the that the game got, um, just by the quick post or whatever. Yeah, it's really cool. Definitely. Um, so you can go check that out, playbreach.com. Um, there's a register now that just shows up. You just register on their site and uh, uh, automatically gets you entered for the technical alpha. Mm. Cool. Um, and also, um, I did just see that Divinity Original Sin Enhanced Edition for PS4 is on sale for ten dollars right now. Oh, well, there you so go. So that could be a good place to check that out already. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Uh, we'll just go ahead and jump right into the news since there actually is a lot of it. This is um, yes. We we're uh, Gamescom week. Yeah, we're kind of going to cut this in two. Um, mm-hmm. You know, between. Uh, we have that in here twice. Let me look. Possible. Uh, I don't think we do. It doesn't matter. If we come across it, we'll just be like, dump. Um, so we kind of have uh, some news. Gamescom, a little bit more news, um, and then that's it. So we kind of put Gamescom in the middle so it's not um, mm. so it's not like loaded heavy with news on the front or on the back. Um, right. So, uh, yeah, I'll let you go ahead and take the first one. That was- All right, so... Um- you know, this is something we were talking about last week, I believe. I mean, we've mentioned it several times. Um, but after that uh, meeting between the Disney CEO or whoever and um, James Gunn, 
they went ahead and just slapped uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 on hold. Um, so, this is from The Hollywood Reporter. We're going to kind of have to wait and see uh, what ends up happening. I think probably the cast has, like, uh, like fully, like, derailed production. Yeah, I would imagine. Um, I would imagine at this point they're like, well, you know, we were used to working this way. It's like, it, it reminds me of, like, when, like, it happens it definitely happens a lot in art especially when you're working with an art lead mm-hmm. you're like okay so here's this piece of art and you send it to them and they're like no redo this and you're like okay i redo it and then send it back they're like okay so that's good but let's you got to move this and you do it again and send it back and there's like a back and forth like eight times but by the you know third or fourth project mm-hmm. you send it to them and they're like yep that's exactly what i want Right, and I feel yeah, eventually like, you just get on those like really good working terms. Right, and I feel like that. I mean, even if we did get Guardians of the Galaxy three and it was you know someone else or whatever, it would feel weird. Mm-hmm. That in my mind, I think it would. I think it would feel weird. Yeah. So you know, I don't know. Um, if I, I did see something that just made me laugh real good though, um, it was like Disney saying. Uh, uh, James Gunn's uh, James Gunn's actions ten years ago were horrified and it do- or horrifying and it does not represent Disney as a whole. And then it was just like uh, and then it just said Robert oh, Downey yeah. Jr. and then had a picture of Jim from the Office looking yeah, through looking the bride smiling. smiling. <laughs> yeah, it's very good. <laughs> and yeah, I mean like um, um, Dave Batista posted a uh, a video of. Um, like a bunch of just different clips of Mike Cernovich saying like fucked up shit, which is the guy that got um, James Gunn fired. Right. Uh, and he was like, yo, Disney, here's your boy. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> okay. So good. Nice. Um, so does this, yeah, does this article go on over there? This article go on and say anything more aside from it's just. Nope. Just on hold. I mean, pushed. they didn't, they didn't have a, release date anyways uh-huh. so it's not like it was coming out next week and they were like we're redoing the whole thing you know what i mean like we had no idea when this was coming right and right. it's just continuing to not come out anymore so okay um, yeah just to keep it in perspective <clears throat> okay um moving right along uh something kind of cool that i saw i was actually on the lookout for a hold on mm-hmm. sorry guys <laughs> People are high as shit. Hello? <laughs> um, I was on the lookout for the 50... Dude, these people are crazy <laughs> as hell. Um, uh, they, they had the... What was it? The 5 million... Or the 50 million uh, edition PlayStation that yep. came out. Uh, well, apparently the controller was separate. You could just buy the controller. Yep. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. So I was on the look for that, and then I found that PlayStation is also dropping four new controllers, hitting all regions, whereas most of them um, were region-specific. Um, mm. okay. So not only can you get the the 50 million limited controller for a limited time, which is a, a translucent blue with a with light up. I believe it's light up underneath, um, and then it has a copper PlayStation button, uh, and that's just the Sony logo is copper looking. Um, okay, that's pretty dope. You can also get a metallic copper uh, DualShock 4 controller. 
uh, the Sunset Orange, which was, I believe, previously uh, Australia. Um, I like that. It, yeah, I really like that too. It's, that one's uh, really good. It, it's like fluorescent orange, and all the buttons are blue. The mm-hmm. bottom and backing is blue as well. Um, there's a blue camo that has like an Arctic feel to it. Um, there's a berry blue, which is uh, teal and like a magenta. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, those are the main four. So the metallic copper, sunset orange, blue camo, and berry blue. Um, I actually really like the berry blue one, but I'm not really sold on the magenta. That's the thing that's kind of holding me, holding me Correct. back on that one. It that makes it a little it weird. It should have been dark blue instead of magenta. Yeah, I don't know. I, I... Like navy blue, I think would have worked better. Yeah, probably. But they they do um, really yeah, I mean, they do really weird, like really weird yeah, stuff. They, they like to do the weird shit. Yeah. Um, okay, so we got some great horrifying news next. Oh, here we go. Yep. Let's get uh, into that. So, a, um, let me grab the article so I can reference names and dates here. Um, a Counter-Strike YouTuber uh, called McSkillet. Um, this headline, really, I don't like these headlines, and we were kind of talking about that a little bit. Uh, dies in fiery car crash that he caused in his McLaren driving the wrong way on the highway over 100 miles an hour and killed two other people. So there's been a lot of like very yeah. passive language around this, like, oh, he died in this car crash, and not that, oh, he killed this woman and her daughter. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Which is what actually happened. Um, I really don't like that, like, as soon as somebody dies, they're an innocent baby. Right. Yeah. Uh, Which happens, so that's like, all too often. Currently happening a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, so this, uh, you know, relatively popular uh, YouTuber... Um, he had his McLaren 650S sports car. Mm. Uh, dude, when you see this thing, it's literally completely burned out. It looks like it was hit by a fucking cruise missile. Um, yeah, there's nothing left. Yeah, so he hit he hit their car, uh, a 43 year old woman and her 12 year old daughter, and killed them both. Jesus, what a fucking piece of shit. Just fucking shoot yourself, dude. It's not a big deal. Like, it is not evil. If you're super religious, it is. But if you're not, it is not evil to to die it's not evil to kill yourself you know what i mean like right. you know he was 18 so that's pretty brutal yeah and he was also um he was part of the skin gambling trading website csgo magic okay. so like valve shut that shit down and then it was so bad that he had to like he hasn't been on his youtube channel for several months so this is probably somebody that basically has no skills all their money came from this one source, and then when he fucked it up by, you know, being involved in illegal gambling activity, it was like, well, I don't have anything anymore. Yep. You know what I mean? So, like, I get it, but he fucking killed this lady and her kid. Yep. You know what I mean? He fucking killed a 12-year-old girl. <laughs> like, I can't really have any compassion for you at that point. Like, if you're just in your house and you, like, I, I mean... I, I say shoot yourself because it's probably the hardest to fuck up and you most likely won't have to suffer a lot. Right. You know what I mean? Right. That, it's the quick, but, you know, if you want to pop a bunch of pills, if you want to do, you know, if you, I, I wouldn't hang myself. That's just brutal. And it's like very graphic for whoever has to find you. Yeah. Like if you shoot yourself, it's kind of like, well, you know, what are you going to do? But I mean, obviously but, he wasn't worried about the like cleanup or anything. Right. I mean, his fucking car exploded and yeah. like turned into a fucking bomb basically. So like, I really hate this like there's like a lot of passive language around it and it's like yeah no he's a piece of shit 
He killed a... He fucking ruined a family. He killed a lady. He killed a little girl. Like, unacceptable. Yep. Uh, but, I mean, that's, there's been a lot of... Um, Crazy. Really interesting uh, YouTuber drama going on. Yeah, I kind of... I stream a lot, but I, I, stay, I stay out of that stuff. I, you know, I, I don't really... It's weird. I don't really watch a lot of other streamers. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I miss. I think I miss out on a lot of that. But I think I make up for it by paying attention to everything that's really happening in the, like, in-gaming in news, like, about, like, what's coming out video like game-wise. Yeah. Video game-wise, yeah. This is, like, um, I wouldn't even consider, like, if you're a, uh, a YouTuber who's known for streaming one or two games, I wouldn't even really consider that gaming-related. You're just a celebrity that has a particular talent yeah. or whatever. You know what I mean? A particular skill. So well, like, I mean, it's not even like a skill. It's like you just happen to do something interesting one time. And somebody noticed, and then their friends noticed. Right. And now you right. have a, a, a group of people that are noticing <laughs> everything that you do. Right. And it's, you know, like I would not consider a makeup blogger. If there's like a famous makeup YouTube star, mm -hmm. I wouldn't consider that part of the fashion industry. You know what I mean? Right. She, I would say that she, or I, I mean, I'm saying she, I guess it doesn't really matter. I would consider that that person is in the fashion industry, mm -hmm. but what that one individual does is probably not global fashion news. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah. Um, so, like, I can understand you, even if you're like super into Counter Strike, which I know a lot of people that are. Mm -hmm. um, my mm -hmm. cousin used to play Counter-Strike like constantly. Um, he makes my League of Legends habit look like I just, just noticed it yesterday. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, he doesn't know any YouTubers because he's playing the game all the time. So like he has, he doesn't know any celebrities around it. So, you know, I get it. Like, um, you know, you only have your, your breadth of interest or whatever. And I wouldn't really consider this gaming news. So if you miss this, I would not be surprised. But right. fuck that guy and don't do that. I agree. And dude, you can get in your McLaren and drive 100 miles an hour into a, ro a cliff face. Yeah. That's fine. If you want to go out and you're like beautiful, if you don't ever want anybody else to own your super expensive, like amazing car, that's fine. That's not a problem. You know, Pharaohs got buried with all their shit. Yeah. That's cool. I, I don't they didn't do anything special anyways. Like, you know, oh, so. I, oh, oh, I have nothing left. I still have a fucking McLaren. <laughs> you sell that car and you're good. Of, like, a modest life for, like, at least a couple years. Yeah. You could probably you know? survive off that. Well, he probably couldn't survive off it because he's probably used to a lavish lifestyle. So he'd probably survive two months. Um, what the fuck is a YouTuber's lavish lifestyle? I mean, like, you don't have time to go do anything because you have to upload a fucking two videos every day or whatever. Like, Yeah, but when you're not doing that, you know. <laughs> but what else do you do? Taking shit, I mean, cranking if you're uploading, down. like, if you're uploading two... I mean, a lot of these guys got famous... Um, I was listening to uh, an interview with um, Irish guy with the green hair, uh, Jack Septicai. Um, I've never seen any of his stuff. It's a horrible name. Mm -hmm. I like him because he's Irish, basically. That's the only interest I have. Okay. Uh, but, um, you know, he was like, I uploaded two videos a day for like five years. And like, he's like, I didn't take vacations. I didn't like... I didn't play a lot of games off stream. I would do a little bit if there was something I was interested in that nobody wanted to see or if I wanted to practice before I got on my stream or whatever. But it's like, he would upload two, like, hour and a half videos that you went in and edited and uploaded mm -hmm. a day. 
That's crazy. Yeah, it's a lot. So, well, he I mean, would take one day off, and he would have just uh, he would like upload videos. He would like two days during the week. He would make an extra video and prepare it for Sunday or whatever. Yeah. So it's like it's not. I mean, even if you know he has a bunch of subscribers, he continues to grow. He's one of the bigger uh, gaming influencers or whatever the fuck. But like. What does he do? He doesn't. He can't go do anything. He can get like a nicer and nicer house that he lives in. He can get like he can branch out more. He can do more marketing, whatever. Better equipment. But, like, it's like like my dad slowly moving up at work. He had like a nicer and nicer house and like nicer shit in his house, but he was at work longer. Right. So he didn't get to enjoy it. You know, it's kind of ironic. Now I enjoyed it, so I appreciate that. For sure. For sure. And it definitely helped me out. But you know what I mean? It's like. <laughs> Um, it's it's kind of like a hundred percent. This guy could just sell all the shit, get like a shit apartment, never have to do any maintenance or anything, or or get like a really like a a thousand square foot house, and then just don't do anything for four years. Do whatever you want. Like yeah, it you know learn a skill. It's it's weird that um, and I understand the goal, especially if it's for work. I understand why you would want to go to this super like cutting edge like awesome area that has all the best shit and there's like all these jobs and really cool places to go hang out with all your friends and shit and like right. your one bedroom 850 square foot apartment is like two thousand dollars a month you know what i mean like that's I, I understand the draw but once you get that payout you need to fucking cut and run dude mm. like you go live in like rural ohio or some shit you could be like a king yeah, you, 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 in Ohio, you could be a king to those people. <laughs> if you had, if you have one million dollars total assets, I'm not saying liquid cash. Total assets of a million dollars, you can buy a small Ohio town. I'll sell it to you right now. Yeah, I know. You know I, mean? I know a guy. Like, I, Southern, I, like Indiana, I can get you. It's several hundred acres of castle property. <laughs> you could actually. You could hire everyone in town to like. Just do your bidding. You you could you could buy the town and then hire most of the cast from Parks and Rec and you could just live in Pawnee. Yeah. You could do that if you wanted, I think. You can name it whatever you want as long as you get the majority of people in town to sign the thing and if you fucking employ them, they're gonna sign it. Yep. <laughs> it ain't that hard. Good times. So it's you know, it's really uh it's interesting that especially at eighteen years old, to even to have been able to say, Hey, you know, I made this mistake. I accidentally made this business when I was less than 18. I was 17 years old and I accidentally made an illegal gambling website. I'm sure that an employer is willing to look past that. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? Like, that's fucking amazing. Like, hey, I managed to get almost a million subscribers when I was 16. Like, you're going to get another job. It may yeah. not be what you want, but you're going to be good. You know what I mean? So, uh, I really don't get it. All you gotta um, do is shut your mouth and flip the burgers. That's such a great setup. Like, imagine being a child actor and then you just, like, go on and do something else when you grow up. A lot of people do that. Like, they own car dealerships and shit because they just get, like, this big payout. They cash the fuck out. It's like, well, I'm, I'm like, getting weird and lumpy and uh, I'm not gonna be an actor anymore. So, I'm gonna go and, like buy a car dealership in rural Indiana and be a fucking king of this town. <laughs> People do that. One Look, of the fucking... Uh, looking at you, the, Haley uh, Joel Osment. Yeah, really. That's who I'm referencing. Well, he's a voice actor mostly now. Yeah. But well, you know what I mean? Like, if he didn't... If he just wanted to cash out and go, he could have done that. 
So people usually become voice actors after they've uh, after they after they've been typecast pretty hard. Yeah, because you can't get anything. Because else. they if they see your face, they're gonna call you fucking Luke. You know. Damn. Yeah, that's brutal. But I mean, he did <laughs> he did real well. Mark Hamill, he did really oh, he did well. After like he, I think for someone who was definitely typecast, he he, he pulled it off. Oh, he got. I mean, he got fucked in the start. Well, he's so what many. Are, he's so many like voices now. Mm-hmm. That Iconic voices. Yeah, that like it's kind of surprising. Yeah. 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 Speaking yeah, of, he got the good end of that. He got the better end than like uh, the kid that played young Anakin in the first movie or Hayden Christensen. Right. Who both got just fucked. Yeah. Are they all in prison now? Ah, uh, just that kid. Oh, okay. Okay. Hayden Christensen's getting ready to make his return, baby. For what? I don't know. <laughs> He's getting ready to drop. Well, my new album's on SoundCloud. I don't know. <laughs> That'd be all right. <laughs> It's it's just the I'm looking into his history right now. It's just the Cantina song, <laughs> and he just plays oh, it yeah. over and over again. Okay, so he was in um, he was in a movie in 2017 called First Kill. He was in a, two movies in 2018. One of them is not out yet. Um, Little Italy and The Last Man. He's in like C tier shit now. Interesting. It's kind of brutal. Oh, Harvey Keitel's in it though. Okay, this looks all right. All right. Uh, I don't know. All right, moving right along. Uh, (laughs) Up next, uh, some interesting changes coming to some of the platforms we use to watch video and streams and whatnot. Um, This one is, this article is mainly based around Twitch. Um, Mm. Of course, thank you for viewing us here on Twitch. Um, But they are cutting ad-free viewing benefits from Prime memberships. Man, fuck uh, Amazon. <laughs> Your stream has been canceled. <laughs> Shit. Um, fuck. So after September 14th, uh, Twitch Prime members will no longer have ad-free viewing. Um, I do think that ad-free viewing will come to people who subscribe. Um, uh, Twitch. Uh, well, they were they were sort of unclear about it. Like, yeah, that's what I was looking um, into. Twitch announced ad free viewing, uh, streaming a Twitch Prime back in 2016. Um, previously, the perk uh, exclusive to Twitch Turbo, an eight dollar a month holdover. Mm-hmm. Um, but from before Amazon acquired them, I think. Right. Right. Um, it's unclear. Uh, why exactly uh, beyond being an easy way to boost revenue that they're doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, it fully seems to be just monetary. Um, but along with that bad news, Amazon also announced that Prime members will no longer get 20% discounts off pre-ordered games, new game uh, new game releases. Um, instead, beginning April 28th, Prime members will just get 10 bucks a promotional credit when pre-ordering select, select games. Um, mm. which that, that term is it right there. You know what I mean? Select games. Yeah. It's not all games. It's select games. So what does that mean? What? Does that mean the most popular games? Does uh, that mean, you know what I mean? Like, good question. It, that could be really bad. Yeah. That could be like three games. It could be like year. Call of Duty only. Yeah. Um, and, oh, it's funny that it says this, this move came, uh, on the back of other retailers, namely Best Buy and GameStop canceling their premium discount programs. Which is what I was talking about before. Like, yeah. 
if if Best Buy is not doing it and they're getting rid of their uh, what is it the BCU the Best Buy Gamers Club, um, mm-hmm. which is allowing me to pick up. Uh, let me let me see if I can get the actual price on this son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, of course I'm not signed in. Why would I be signed in? <laughs> that would be that would be freaking convenient. Uh, sign in. Um, but you can usually pick up a new game for uh, like 54, a little bit under that. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to find my order. It's not. It's not popping up. Uh, but usually you can pick up. Oh, like, like here's a good one. Um, the Power Armor Edition for uh, for Fallout. Mm-hmm. Um, see my purchase. It's originally $199.99, uh, just placeholder. Um, and I would have picked it up for $159. Instead of one ninety nine, so I mean that that that's that's pretty heavy. That's a pretty heavy discount, um, for you know for something like that. But with that gone, like I don't see why everyone else would be like, well, if they canceled theirs and they're gonna save all that money, like why can't we do the same thing? Um, mm-hmm. you know, smart move. I guess on their part, it fucks us. Yeah. But you yeah. know, we're only the people buying your product. Why do we need to? Uh, why do you need to make us happy, am I right? Yeah, for real. It's, um... This kind of shit really blows me away because it's like... Um, it's unclear what benefit the company will get from this other than... Monetary? Monetary. And it's like, okay, Amazon needs to make more fucking money? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. They... The, the company owned by the richest fucking person to ever exist needs more money? Yeah. It's pretty brutal. Yeah. It's pretty rough. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, so I think your best bet would just be go get a job at uh, Amazon. <clears throat> well, on the <laughs> I mean, Amazon web team, the uh, the the warehouses continue to sound worse and worse. Yeah. yeah. All right. Apparently, there's some weird like Twitter bots accounts that go around and like post about how like Amazon pays thirty percent more than retail or something. really fucking weird right well i think okay so with this twitch thing one of the hardest things is i mean immediately we're gonna like we're gonna have like as like as a streamer on twitch Mm. we like i can't use this as a selling point for subscribing to me with your like twitch prime membership right it's like like oh what are you gonna get for subscribing to me Oh, you're gonna get like a couple, like, um, like emotes. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Something you're never gonna use. So that ad free, like, there's no point in really using Prime. You might as well just use, you know, I don't know, something else. <laughs> you might as well just buy like Hulu or something, mm-hmm. and just watch stuff there rather than. Uh, use Twitch. I don't know. It's weird. Very weird. Yes. 
All right, and in some good news, you would put up here for the next one. <laughs> fucking better be. Um, so the uh, so we already talked about how the uh, God of War audiobook um, was what written by Corey Barlog's dad. Yeah, which is fucking very very interesting. <laughs> Um, so we now know that it will be read by the uh, voice actor that played Mimir as Mimir. So he's just recalling all this shit from, like, his memory, kind of. Yeah. That's fine. Which is, like, that's so good. Yeah. So it was, um, let's see, the, I want to see the name. Alistair Duncan. Um, it's, so let's see what. It's kind of what I wanted. I, you know, I said I wanted to. I wanted to play God of War, but I wanted to play it through the eyes of Mimir. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm getting here with this audiobook. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that's, like that's cool. That's very cool. Um, yeah. So the uh, the actor actually, um, he's been on a lot. He's been on, of course, all of the like crime shows. Um. And uh, let's see. He was, uh, he's been in several, like, Batman movies. He's played Alfred's voice a lot. I can see that, yeah. Which is really cool. Yeah. Um, and in video games, uh, he was in Fire Emblem Fates, God of War, God of War Ghost of Sparta, Infinity Blade 2, Infinity Blade 3, Killer 7, Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning, uh, Legacy of Kane Defiance, uh, Final Fantasy 13, Mass Effect, Mass Effect 2, Mass Effect 3. He played Turians a lot. Okay. Um, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Middle Earth Shadows of War. He's Celebrimbor. Huh. The, like, elf wraith. Yeah. Um, Starhawk, Star Wars Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy, Siphon Filter, Order 1886, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six, Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider, Uncharted 3, X-Men Legends oh, 2, what? Rise of Apocalypse. <laughs> He's my main motherfucking man. Goddamn. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, mm. So I, I, can already, I can already hear it. Um, we were on our way to Niflheim. And uh, when Kratos sat on a boat, he accidentally sat on my head and his balls. <laughs> Day 42. I got a huh? good look at Kratos' balls again. Again? <laughs> I mean... I got another look at Kratos' balls. It smells like ass back here. <laughs> like, he's hanging off his hip the whole time. He's hanging off something. And I played, I played that whole game, and I definitely know Kratos didn't take a bath. Smell these... Oh, yeah, that's man. pretty good. Yeah, that'll be fun. Cool. Um, so before we jump into some of the big games kind of stuff, we do have two smaller videos that were kind of cool. Um, first one, Life is Strange 2 official reveal trailer. Um, it is showing off two of the characters um, that will be uh, that will be checking out in uh, in Life is Strange 2. Um, in case you missed it, the original teaser trailer showed a police a police officer arriving on the scene uh, in response to a 10-10, which is a fight in progress. You hear him make contact, some yelling. Um, I think there's a gunshot, and then the car and the police officer are flipped back. Um, well, in the new trailer, you see some boys walking through the woods um, or in a wooded area, and you hear the oldest uh, uh, of the brothers named Sean um, wondering if he can take care of himself and his brother out here um Mm -hmm. so he's kind of like thinking to himself obviously they're out on their own um it does seem like the oldest brother kind of tries to make it seem like a camping trip um you know like starting a fire um skipping rocks like just being kids um Mm -hmm. and 
then he pulls out a scrap of paper and things start to get kind of crazy really quick mm-hmm. um the scrap of paper reads shooting in south seattle uh it says a police officer was found dead next to the body of esteban diaz 45 who's apparently shot by the officer um mm-hmm. the witness a teenager who was knocked unconscious during the incident remains in the hospital the details of the case are not clear while the two diaz sons sean 17 and daniel 8 are now wanted for questioning um and then it kind of like cuts off um so yeah you know we got a decent amount of information for this um who the you know who we're going to be playing obviously it looks like it's going to be sean um you're going to be tasked with taking care of your brother and uh episode one of five will be coming out september 27th um as well one of my favorite things is if you haven't played the awesome adventures of captain spirit go grab it it's pretty short uh you you know two to three hours um and play that because your decisions from that carry over into life is strange too yeah that's really cool and it like i think don't not is going to be a studio to keep an eye on in the future for sure yeah um they've been doing some really cool stuff and it's been like really disparate stuff so they had uh i think remember me was their first big title yeah um it was probably their first which one. didn't really hit big i mean it wasn't like a critical success or anything mm-hmm. um and then they had life is strange was just massive uh, a different company made life is strange before the storm yep and then they started working on this um they also have the vampire game that's out that's getting and, a television uh, series by the way we're getting a television series because it's so well made yeah uh but the combat was so shit that somebody was like how do i get this without having to press square so much <laughs> well we'll just have a guy punch another guy in the face that should help right <laughs> they'll, they'll so, be fine. um and they're they're working on something else too i can't remember um but yeah they have a lot of yeah irons in the fire and it seems like the studio is doing really well definitely um like i don't know i, I i'm kind of more excited for this i don't know why than I was well, this, the first this one. is a I'm, I'm a lot more excited for this now that I know that it's its own thing yeah um that it doesn't it's not just gonna like piggyback off of uh you know it's not like Life is Strange 2 continuing these stories from before it's like they're doing their own thing which is really awesome and I'm sure there'll be a ton of like crossover yeah but um you know up until then uh I, I'm happy to kind of check out and see um you know kind of what they're doing they, they really like to stick to the uh like the northwest of america don't they uh, i think that's where we're, well they're like french canadian aren't they uh, i'm not sure um so it might just be what they're what they know and what they're comfortable with yeah like stephen king everything's fucking said in maine everybody knows nothing's ever happened in maine yeah so i get it but yeah, prove me wrong. If you know one event that's ever happened in Maine, fucking email it in. You can't. Maine, Maine vein right here. Um, mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, and then moving moving right along, um, something else that I, I think this was pretty surprising. Um, it's a pretty long video. You can go check it out. Uh, Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice, um, the game from uh, from Software, um, coming out. Um, I'm not sure. Wait, when is this coming out? Oh, it was March 22nd, 2019. Um, I, I wrote it right there, and I didn't look at it. I was looking all over the place. You gotta look. Um, they showed off some gameplay, which we saw like maybe a small piece of gameplay. Like It was like, hey, look at this little uh, you know, like quick one-segment thing. Um, mm-hmm. This game, 
just right away while watching it, it is uh, action adventure combat. Okay. It, it's um, it's not your Dark Souls RPG. Um, you know, like there's a method to playing this game. It looks more uh, like stealth action. Mm-hmm. Action, yeah, like a stealth action adventure game. Um, dropping down, doing aerial attacks on the people, um, sneaking through like the you know like the high reeds or whatever, and you know cutting people down. Um, yeah, I I do wonder how the combat's gonna feel. Um, it, like how like how the enemies are gonna attack. You know, is it, are they gonna be like is it gonna be a heavier like hit? Mm-hmm. Like Dark Souls, are you know are they going to maintain that with that you know how the how the enemies damage you, or I don't know. So you know there's 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 a mm-hmm. lot of things that are still in question. Um, a lot of people I know that you know are super big Dark Souls fans. Um, they're already like, man, yeah, I'm turned off by this. Um, okay, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I actually just saw this general hit uh, hit the main character here, and it took about half of his health with one hit. Um, so that's that's interesting. Um, do not pass go. Do not go directly to bed, bitch. I'm not seeing a lot of variation in enemy attack though. It, it looks very much uh, this enemy I've seen about it, yeah, three. Yeah, he's attacks. very rote. Um, yeah. the way this guy behaves at least, and that's not even a little uh, a from software thing. Um, mm-hmm. And what I what I had wrote when I was talking about the game is like. We, we know what a publisher can do for, you know, like when they team up with, you know, certain developers. We know that, mm-hmm. you know, it, 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 can, it can be bad. It can turn something that you love into something you hate. Um, and this is going to be, um, I think, that defining moment for From Software. Uh, switching from yeah. working with Sony and uh, uh, Bandai Namco to working with Activision. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'll see. But yeah, it's it's definitely got um some spookiness to where it could potentially be going. Um, like you said, just definitely like a, a kind of worrying sign. Yeah. Um, I mean, the combat the combat's faster, but the enemy pacing seems slow. Um, mm. like you know, the enemies seem to come at you like maybe one or two at a time. You're not. It's yeah. it's not like Devil May Cry or anything. It's definitely no like um, um, Dynasty Warriors where you have like five thousand enemies coming. Oh out yeah, 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 for sure. Um, it's like yeah. two at a time, which feels I don't know. It feels weird. Um, mm-hmm. He's getting ready to take down this old ass lady right here. That's what he's getting that. ready to do. She's sneaking through with her candle, thinking she's going to get some. Uh, she's just trying to get a glass of warm milk to go to sleep. You know. <laughs> well, she went to sleep. <laughs> She's going to sleep. Trust me on that. Uh, but but yeah, go check out the video. There's 10 minutes of uh, gameplay from Gamescom 2018. Um, mm-hmm. They show and, and if you watch several videos from different places, you know, go IGN, go Games, uh, GameSpot, um, look around, and you can find um, different approach. Like the people that have different approach to how you know how they're going to tackle this. Um, uh, like each area, and that's kind of mm-hmm. cool. I do, I do really like that. Um, you know, jumping your way to the top, sneaking in, killing the uh, the guys with the alarms and stuff. That I think right. that's really cool. 
Um, Very ninja. Yeah, and and you know you can kind of play it the way that you want. I think that's I think that's going to be an important portion of this game. Um, the kills look really fun. Uh, mm. Like grabbing a hold of someone, spinning around, and you know just sliding the sliding your sword just across their neck as you turn. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's cool. So yeah, go yeah. Ahead. It's um you know it's it's going to be right on the edge of being uh, like I'm really surprised when somebody you know like you're saying a lot of Dark Souls fans are like nope this ain't for me because I'm turned off by it. The only thing I don't like about it is that it looks a little too Dark Souls for me. Okay. Yeah, I think um, their problem is um, the lack of like I we we've seen nothing that shows that we're going to be having um, any RPG elements that like we haven't seen uh, a thing like showing off stats. We haven't seen a thing mm-hmm. showing off gear. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's the majority of the problem for a lot of people. Okay. That's understandable. Yeah. Um, I, I, that stuff, as far as I, uh, from what I've heard of kind of behind closed doors uh, gameplay, that stuff's definitely going to be in here. It's going to exist. Okay. We just don't know what form it's in yet. Um, so we'll kind of have to wait and see, uh, you know, hear a little more, but, um, this, this does look really good and it's, it's interesting how many, uh, there's like a lot of games. There's several different things where multiple games are coming out with the same idea and there's no way they could have copied each other. Yeah. I mean, this um, is far different. Weird. This is far different than, um, like Ghost of Tsushima. Um, right. So this and Ghost of Tsushima are both in a sort of similar setting. Um, oh. and then we have this and, uh, Devil May Cry both have the, like, replaceable mechanical arms. So, um, so some, something that's really interesting, um, mm-hmm. it just hit me while I was watching, while I just got an up close to the guy for a second. Um, yeah. this is like Onimusha. <laughs> oh yeah, hundred percent. This is very, so, I mean, I think, I think that's, um, that's a good selling point. I think, um. I think when talking about this game, I think bringing up Onimusha would be a good idea, uh, just mm-hmm. to get people slightly interested. And I will say this big or this giant that's in like the stockade—he's busting out all sorts of wrestling moves, uh, doing drop oh, yeah. kicks and like belly-to-belly suplexes over buildings. I'm kind of hoping he grabs a hold of this guy and uh, he rascals him to the ground. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm waiting for they it call now. Call this the Batista bomber, brother. Come on. Come on. He's going to do it right here. He's going to grab a hold of him. Yep. No. Oh, shit. That Boom. Close one. He's going yeah, for he hates fire, heavy huh? kicks. Oh, elbow drop. Macho yep. man style. Oh, man. I really want to see him, like, powerbomb him. Or night, something. night, brother. <laughs> so that's one thing that they Whoops. medium talked about. Like, hold uh, on. Broke my broke away. Oh, shit. Oh, here it is. He power bombed the shit out of it. Yeah, I'm not back. I don't. Uh, oh, yeah, we didn't lose. Good you. night. He power bombed him to death. So that's cool. <laughs> um, he that hit, happens in real life all the time. He right? hit him with he hit him with an old Batista bomb, and uh, mm-hmm. there you go. That's I mean, that. looking really good. Again, like this is something that if I'm not going to be playing it, I'm definitely going to be watching it. Right. Um, it's got some really cool shit going on. So this this is kind of our intro to Gamescom. This was definitely shown at Gamescom 2018. Right. Um, so we'll continue with Gamescom. Uh, let you take the next one since I know you're. Oh, I'm so happy so about this. so so this one. Um, 
Metro Exodus continues to look extremely fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. Uh, basically, they released a, another trailer. I don't think there's any gameplay in it at all. But um, they just basically wanted to show off that they're like, yo, we're still going to be leaning very heavily into, like, the horror element. Um, you know, so in the, uh, the first game, there was a lot of, like, you didn't really know what was going on. You're in, in the dark. You have to pull out your lighter so you can see what you're doing. Um, there's some really good scenes along those lines. Um, and it looks like in uh, Exodus, they're going to be continuing that tradition. Um, so there's like, uh, basically it starts out with you're kind of like on a tram or something and you fall in the water and you seem to like drown or maybe you get stuck or something. And then something, quote unquote, something pulls you up. Uh-huh. Um, and then they have just like scene after scene of scary shit, um, which is very good. Like, I think uh, they showed off at E3 for uh, before Last Light came out. They had the scene where he goes onto the like crashed airplane that got like it was destroyed and grounded when uh, the initial nukes were going off, and it's like haunted. Like you start seeing things. Yeah, um, you know you're like you're having blackouts on this plane. Um, you're seeing passengers before they died. You see the exact like point of view of the pilot of what happened uh, when you know the nukes start hitting and they're all just like, oh my god! And then like you know the plane starts rattling and the windows break out and everybody gets burned to death. Um, you know you're hearing whispering and voices and shit. It's very good. And they're gonna continue to go along those route um, as you're exploring more of the uh, wasteland. And then the Aurora Limited Edition. Yes. which is showing off right now which comes with a uh, a steel book um expansion well, pass things. yeah it's a steel case and a steel book right so i i'm still kind of interested on what they mean by and an art book um that when they say bespoke metal outer case i have no clue what they mean by that so um there's that outer metal case the exclusive steel book uh the art book the game and you'll also get a copy of 2033 redux yeah, that's cool. Um, for whatever system you get it for, which, I don't know, those are, like, pretty cheap and easy to get, so it's kind of like a throwaway. Sort well, of. I really like that they at least give that to you, though. So, I mean, yeah, like... Sure. They should have gave you both. Yeah, I, like... It, it, but it's, I get it. It's kind of nice that they're like, oh, okay, well, here's, you know... Here's a little something, something. Here's, here's... You might not have played this if you're new to this game. So, here, check right. this out, and if you like that, you know, you can buy the other one. Um, they probably should have gave you both of them, but... I mean, the, right I? now you can buy both of them on the PlayStation sale for eight bucks. Right. Total. So that's what I'm saying. They should have just kind of like threw it in there. Exactly. Um, I mean, the total retail value is for the bundle is like fifteen bucks, anyways. Yep. So add an extra five dollars to your limited edition and just slap that on. I don't really get it, but um, you know, definitely a good way to then, grab onto that if you're into it. Then you could have owned that for the sixty-sixth time. Yeah, exactly. I've, I've had these. I had both of the originals. I got both of the Reduxes on console, and then I ended up getting both of the Reduxes for Steam. So I sold the Reduxes for the console. Right. But the, Yeah, looking yeah, real I mean, good. Very good. I mean, the game's looking amazing. And I, I heard there was new gameplay. Um, I didn't see any of that, but, I mean, there's been a... I mean, Gamescom is definitely an event to go get your hands on shit. There's not a lot of auditoriums with people watching screens. You know? Right. So it's more of a um, more, I'm sure more, more of people that playing. will come out. Yeah, I was yeah. trying to see I, if there was any gameplay. Um, here's an EU demo. Let me pull this over. If it's a wiener, I'm sorry, guys. Can it be a wiener? 
If it's not a wiener, I'm also sorry. Yeah. Either way. So you get let down one way or another. Um, this one was post back oh, in Oh, this was June. the 20 This was the uh, E3. Okay. Gameplay. This is the E3 gameplay. Yep. Well, that that's all we got. Um so, moving right along, of course that one coming out February 22nd um with every other game that is coming out in the entire world. Um so this was probably one of the first ones that I put up here. Uh it just it it struck a chord. Um the 15 minutes of Devil May Cry 5 gameplay. Mm-hmm. It just as soon as I had heard it, as soon as we saw you know, you saw the character, they did the little like opening piece. Um and as soon as that music kicked in, uh it, it was it was like 2001 again um okay. during that trailer um yeah. gameplay wise yeah um it, it it looks it looks great though i mean i don't see it, it feels a lot like what we like what you'd expect out of a devil may cry game mm-hmm. like it's very um very expected but polished so um, we'll skip around in this video a little bit here. Um, in, in the, in the video, um, you know, you see him, you see, a, like the van pull up and you get a kind of a feel of, uh, Nero and, um, Nico's relationship and, uh, which is kind of fun. Um, and, uh, his, his mechanical arm, we talk, you know, we were talking about mechanical arms back in Sekiro. Um, oh, yeah. The Devil Bringer was ripped clean off his body, so now he has a new hand, thanks to Nico. Uh, the Devil Breaker, which can do some crazy shit. Like, not just grab people like we've seen mm-hmm. before, but it can grab and use someone as, like, a wrecking ball as you swing them around. Um, which is uh, which is pretty cool. It can freeze time so you can unload bullets into enemies. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a, a decent amount that they've showed off that this thing can do. Um, and I think one of the really cool things and the reason it looks so good is they're using the, um, the Resident Evil 7's RE engine for this game. And yeah, Yeah. I mean, that's, that engine, it would be really cool to see what that thing could, like, to get hands on with that engine for, yeah, what it's capable of, yeah, for a couple hours, that would be awesome. Um. But yeah, I mean the gameplay is exactly what you know exactly what you'd expect. Um, switching between um, guns and uh, weapon, of course, and then your arm um, as you do more and more damage and combos. The rankings still pop up. Um, like you can get like A, uh, you can get like uh, C, B, A, S. Uh, I imagine there's probably like Super S or something like that, like SSS or you know something. S plus um, or something. Yeah, yeah, um, <clears throat> and. Uh, uh, I'm not sure if they sh- if they have any bigger boss fights in here. I was gonna try to. There's a boss fight toward the end. Toward the end. Because uh, this is a yeah, long right about video. where that next ad pops in. <laughs> oh, that one right there. Oh, oh yeah. We'll go ahead and uh... if you try to skip it, it'll probably play. Yep. Got him. Good God. It's and then the ads like I'm gonna go ahead and load. Yeah, if it buffers one more time, <laughs> if it buffers one more time, we're moving on. <laughs> I do, I do want, uh, I, I do want to just, I did want to show off um, that boss fight a little bit though. It shows him 
getting fucked up and then fucking the boss up pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like a really cool fight. Yeah. The lighting seems a bit weird, but that just could be the video, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah it's changing, like, really drastically, the lighting. But I, I did like the, um, like, how, like, like you see the character um, get hit and, like, or the enemy get hit. It's huge, and it slides back and mm-hmm. destroys part of the building. Um, that's yeah, one that's thing cool. I love about the series is you feel like a badass. You feel really, really powerful. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, yeah, that one's shaping up really well. Uh, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be really good. Um, and I think this is probably my, my most anticipated thing. Um, they had uh, Claire Redfield um, had first. It was some screenshots, and then they're like, "Okay, well, here's just some gameplay from the floor um, at, for uh, the Resident Evil Two remake." Um, yeah. The first piece shows uh, Claire, who, when I, you know, when you played the game originally, you had um, you had to select who you were playing as. Are you going to play as Leon, or are you going to play as Claire? And then the paths crossed, and you, you know, but you continued to play, you know, much like the first one, where you could play as Jill or Chris. Um, Claire is Chris's um, sister, and she's looking for her brother, who was at the mansion. So it all kind of like. It, you know, during one, he was he was at the mansion. Right. So she's looking for him in the city um, mm-hmm. during two. <clears throat> and aside from that, it's also uh, um, Leon's first day on the force. What a great uh, like start. So you know, yeah, it, it's pretty shitty. Um, and the video that you see, um, Claire uh, sees, a, you know, like a kid run by, and she's like, "Oh shit, that's interesting." Um, so mm. she follows the kid. And it turns out to be, uh, I think her name's Sherry Burke, um, the kid. And she's hiding yeah. because she was with her dad, who has turned into a monster. And not like a normal zombie. Um, he has this big, grotesque arm. And on his mm. shoulder, he has a big eyeball that is, like, morphed from the, I think it was the G-Virus that he was experimenting yep. with. Um, he's also known as the G-Man. He's, he's the G-Man. Um <laughs> And yeah, it's uh, it shows the fight, which is pretty crazy. Um, he looks he looks a lot different than he looks great. Yeah, he looks fantastic. Um, and the, the like the recoil and the way it's kind of it's kind of slow, um, mm-hmm. and things are you know scripted. It, I mean, I think I'm gonna get a feel like of two for sure, and then um, you know a little bit of seven in there as well. Yeah. Um, Damn. But this this fight, I don't think it ends well for her. Um, and they, I think they did that on purpose, where they were like, mm-hmm. instead they don't of like continue past this area, yeah, they don't want to show you yeah. win. And right. Resident Evil's kind of been known for that too, having really cool, um, like you can die in really cool ways. Like, mm-hmm. it, well, I think it really started in like four. I mean, you could arguably say it started earlier, but in four, if you shot the lake that you had to go across, a huge like monster would jump out and <laughs> eat you. Um, I've all been there, right, boys? If you put down the controller for a cutscene, like Krauser will kill you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it shows um, it shows the the uh, G Man, for lack of better a better name. Isn't that funny? Yeah, grab a hold of Claire's head and pick her up and jam her into the ground, and then it goes dark. Mm. That's just the yeah, end. It went of it. dark for her too. Um, 
And then uh, it shows them in a parking garage, and they're trying to open this uh, garage gate at the GCPD. And that's when um, the police chief comes up saying that he had been looking for Sherry for some reason. Uh, and then he pulls out a pulls a gun on Claire. He doesn't know her, I guess. Um, he would know her brother. Um, and he tells her to get on the ground. And that's just kind of where it ends. <laughs> Wow. So, really um, cool. yeah, yeah, it was, it was, um, it was a good look at the character, uh, you know, especially gameplay, um, seeing what Claire looks like, seeing what Sherry looks like, because Sherry is kind of your follower for Claire. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that that one's shaping up really good. That one's coming out, um, uh, late January, nice. right before um, Kingdom Hearts. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, that one's right rough. about Kingdom Hearts. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah. All right, um, we got some uh, gameplay footage of Bio Mutant as well at Gamescom. Mm. Um, Hell yeah! And I, I've heard some people that played the demo, uh, and they're like, "Dude, this game's like looking super cool." It's so um, fucking weird. It's sort of like coming out of nowhere, in a way. Yeah, it's uh, man. If I had to describe it, it would be like. Uh, like Kung Fu Panda in like the enslaved universe yeah. but with Devil May Cry combat? Sort of. Kind of? Yeah. I mean I don't know. It's, it's just it's looking really like interesting, really cool. Um it's one of the things where like the more I see of it, the more I'm like, what is going on? Like this looks amazing. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, you start off the game by creating your raccoon owl. Mm. Um, and it looks like you have some different choices to make there. Man, this looks like Monster Hunter World as well. That's, that's what I was saying. Yeah, it's so weird. God, it's, it's looking really cool. Um, and it's just totally weird. It, it, it's in a, like, it's in a definite, like, post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. world. And you can pick up these different pieces, like, oh, this machine might be completely, you know, this mech might be completely broken. But guess what? The hydraulic fist isn't. Yeah. And, you know, he picks it up, and he's just punching stuff, and um, they have a... I think I, I think I have a video that's a bit more um, of the gameplay. I don't know why I chose this video. Okay. Um, yeah, let me... Let me grab it. It's looking very cool. Uh, And it's like such an original idea. Let me grab that, is what I would say to that. You want to grab this? Ooh. That was loud as shit. My bad, guys. Uh, But yeah, I mean, it's... it's, um, Yeah, it is almost like a RPG-heavy Devil May Cry-style action game, it seems like. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely... um, It it is just like... They're leaning heavy on that... uh, the RPG mechanics of a like an action game, so it's like really, it's definitely an action RPG. But you have that. Like, I'm kind of interested to see how you can develop your character. That's one mm-hmm. thing that I, I don't think we've seen quite enough of. Um, yeah. We've seen a decent amount of combat and kind of what to expect in the world. And even at this point, um, that was super Ratchet and Clank. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but I mean, we we've seen almost everything except like character building. Like what? Like where? What direction can your character go? Yeah, we've seen like how different the characters can be, but we haven't actually seen them doing character creation. 
Right. Yeah, there's there's one portion early on um, where there's a uh, early on in the video that we're watching now that there's a uh, like an enemy with a big rocket and it looks like he's going to shoot it at you. But if you hit it first, um, he hangs onto the rocket. and He like flies off into the air and explodes. I was like, that's super ratchet and clank. So, uh, yeah, I mean, they're showing right now just a little bit of, like, the character creation. Okay. Oh, and that's cool. Your body changes Uh depending on your stat that you go with. So if you're like, I want to be intellectual, you get this weird, like, top-heavy head. That's what happened to me. Yeah? Mm -hmm. As soon as I went to college. Yep. He developed these bird-ass legs. (laughs) That's true. But yeah, um, I, th- I think that's really cool, uh, tying your stats into oh, the way the character the character looks. Um, so we'll rush forward in gameplay a little bit. That's really cool. See what we can find. Um, He's playing this watermelon bear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, has, he has a watermelon helmet. Watermelon Oh, it's not even a helmet. That's just his big-ass head. Yeah, his big-ass head. That's funny. It's looking very good. Yeah, and he has this hydraulic fist that it's a rocket fist that he like pulls back, and when he punches forward, uh, you know, it kind of darts him forward to uh, to attack, and it looks mm-hmm. like it has like a percent on how long yep, you can it, use it. It's like charges up, yeah. He just lit. He just lit a rocket, and now he's just hanging on, flying around. And I love the voiceover guy because he sounds like the dude from Little Big Planet. <laughs> you know, the one who's like, "Don't throw your remote at the cat." Because then the cat will throw something back, and that'll only exacerbate things. Damn! When he was riding around on that rocket, that was amazing. Yeah, yeah. This whole game is um, this is for sure a sleeper hit. I'm yeah. getting the exact same feel as when I was li- watching the original Dead Island trailer, and places yeah. were out of that fucking game forever. And I, I feel like this is going to be the same thing. People are going to be like. Oh yeah, you know, there's that game Biomune. Do you guys have that? Like, I I can feel that. Um, mm-hmm. So I mean, God, I love everything I've seen about this. The only thing that I could see that would make this game fall apart is if gameplay just sucked. If it was just terrible. Yeah. But yeah. I, I don't know. It's I, looking pretty it's good. Looking I mean, good. It, it, I'm not gonna know until I get my hands on it, of course. But it's looking pretty good for sure. Um, yeah, and you know, we'll see more about this. I don't think this one has a release date quite yet. Um, so uh, yeah, and it also went through a change of publisher from Deep Silver. Now, of course, Deep Silver got uh, picked up by um, THQ Nordic. THQ, so, yeah. so THQ Nordic joint now. Oh, and the branching um, options that you have to talk to people—you have mm-hmm. like dialogue trees of where you can go, right? Which is really cool. One of the things that I think they showed off the most that I saw is like um it, it's almost like uh some of the plants secrete like a sugary water and oh, you can form like a soap bubble around that mm-hmm. and you can be inside the soap bubble and you can like bounce and it's like it almost reminds me of like jello it can squish and then you can jump up really high and when you roll over enemies they get stuck to it like like oh katamari. katamari and then you can just jump up really high and pop the bubble and everybody goes flying and gets damaged Holy shit, that's amazing. Yeah, uh, this game's gonna be a lot of fun. So definitely one yeah, to keep a definitely one to keep an eye out for. Yeah, it's looking really good. Hell yeah! <laughs> Hot hum. Um, and then, Fate to Silence. It's one that we 
I don't know if we've really talked about this one too much. Um, yeah, I've definitely heard of it, it's a but TH- I didn't really know anything about it. It's a THQ Nordic game. I've been following it. I think I found him on ArtStation for the first mm. time. And there were some people talking about, like, you know, like, this is what I contribute. Um, let me look up a little bit more about... Uh, mm. Fade to Silence. See if I can get... Get some info about this. Uh, the spicy son of a bitch. Mm. All right. It is... In early access, I think, right now. Yeah. Wow. It's in early access right now on Steam. Um, it's on sale, actually. Um, 10% off. Um, it's getting mixed reviews across the board. Mm-hmm. And okay. the game is um, an open-world, endless winter scenario. Um, it's a story-driven experience with your battle to survive um, You know the wilderness and the monsters that are in the world. Um, that's kind of cool. Even after you've lost all of your lives and you're done, um, important skill points and other permanent stats you've accumulated will carry over to your next attempt. Mm-hmm. So you can continue building your character. So death isn't permanent. It's not. It is permanent. It's pretty dope. But you know, you, you're building. It's kind of like you're learning from your failures, so you can be successful. Um, mm. in this frozen post-apocalyptic wasteland. Um, it looks kind of cool. Um, and that's why, oh, yeah. that's why I, I, uh, I, I, I remember seeing it on Facebook. So I, I thought it was like a 10 K thing. And then I, I got a link to the page or something. Um, cause I've been following it for a long time and seeing mm-hmm. some of their early stuff. And I remember seeing their like monsters and I was like, Oh, those are really weird. Um, but it looks like it has some pretty cool things that you can do. Like base building, um, there is co-op. You can team up with a friend and play through this. Um, so that's kind of nice. I mean, you can, you know, even though it might not graphically be the best looking, uh, best looking game, um, mm-hmm. you know, those kind of games can do really well, at least for me, when I can do that, like, with, like when I can play with a friend. Right, right. right. So um, yeah, the games that give you a lot of like possibility and a lot of potential can sometimes be better than the games that are just inherently better. Yeah, it's it, it's like okay, let's go ahead and like build a base here and see what happens. Oh shit, we died, and it is you know, um, and there are limited lives and permadeath. But like mm-hmm. I said, those stats carry over. So shit, we died. Our base is wiped. We've lost all of our stuff, but we gained like twenty eight skill points in that. And we're going right. to build upon that in our next play. And that's kind of cool. And it's somewhere else, you know. It could be different monsters. Like, who knows? Um, so mm-hmm. if done right, I think this game could be really successful. Looks like it has, yeah, for sure. looks like it has crafting and, uh, you know, everything you'd expect um, from something like, um, uh, you know, like a standard survival game. Like, kind of like Conan, but with more. I, it ha- I don't know why I keep getting a Monster Hunter feel to mm-hmm. it, though. I don't know. I, I would. Yeah, again, I, I I get that. I, I think I would say more more so. It would be this would be like a, a just a survival game, mm-hmm. like Conan. So that's cool. Um, yeah, check that one out. That one's Fade to Silence. They did a Gamescom 2018 uh, trailer. I don't think they really they showed off gameplay within the trailer, but it wasn't like a gameplay trailer. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, go check that one out. 
The next one we'll just kind of graze over since there wasn't much. Um, yeah, there wasn't a lot of uh, new cyberpunk info, but there was some. A little. Very little. A little tiny bit. Um, they released a few new screenshots uh, showing off some of the characters that we've already seen, which is kind of mm. cool. So they're kind of recurring. Um, and then they showed off uh, concept arts that were based on the original screenshots that we had seen. Um, oh, yeah. So you get to see that compare and contrast. This is what we were given, and this is what we made. Um, right. And that's that's really cool. I, I like that. As well, um, I heard that they showed off a bit more than they had showed off at E3 um, during a behind-closed-doors um, like set, like video mm-hmm. um thing you know where you can't take cameras or anything like that you have to just go in and sit down and watch um right and people were saying that it was um fully playable from you know start to finish um i imagine that's with like pre-made assets and lacking assets and uh like untextured world but the but you know with that the um the story is all there you can you know walk up to these pre-made characters who probably don't have animation and you can mm. talk to them and go through the storyline and move on. Um, right. So, yeah, I mean, that's good. It's A lot of people are freaking out, like, oh, my God, we're going to get this so soon. And I'm like, I do think it's twenty, you know, 2019. But, mm. I, I mean, saying that you have your game, you know, that the gameplay is fully playable, that, that means you're, like, maybe halfway done. Yeah, I mean, like, that is... Um, it's a milestone, That's a pretty for hard sure. part. Like, it's definitely, like, uh, you know, it needs the balancing, it needs the testing and everything, but to have that that side of coding pretty much complete is definitely a good sign. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, having all of that done, there's a lot of different ways, there's a lot of different pipeline uh, pipelines that you can go through for making a game, and they decided to go with, let's get this thing done from start to finish, rather mm-hmm. than let's do you know, the first chunk and then the second chunk and then the third chunk from start to finish. Right. Um, and going this whole way, um, I think it's going to lead to their game being less buggy. And mm. um, because now that they have it completely done, they can go through and grab a chunk of the game and they can, you know, test it and make sure that there are no bugs and they can, you know, refine that code like, oh, this isn't as smooth as I want it to be. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it just, it, it it's going to be... Uh, I, I think um, a much smoother sailing finish for this game than uh, yeah. than they might have seen in the past, depending. So that's awesome, but no, nothing really sure. new um, mm-hmm. for Cyberpunk aside from those screenshots, which you can check out. I immediately, like as soon as I saw them, I have like a uh, like a folder that my desktop like rotates all the Cyberpunk like screenshots mm-hmm. and concept arts. And I was like, download file. Just download to that file constantly. Yeah, um, no reason not to. Yeah, it, the, the concept arts are super good. Like, whoever they have working on it, I'm going to have to put them on our, uh, uh, like, art corner thing at the end. Mm-hmm. One of yeah. these days. Um, I don't think we got too much new stuff from Fallout 76. Um, the no. main video that they did, it was just one of those vault tech videos um mm-hmm. showing uh crafting and building um and it was mostly just showing off the the camp unit which is your unit that you'll use to build your camp um 
I don't remember what camp stands for. I think they say it there briefly, but, you know. Certified area. That's where you, like, build your shit. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, that's where you build all your stuff. So, you know, if you uh, build, like, this really cool big building and you're really into it, um, you can save that blueprint and then move your camp. And when you move your camp, you know, it destroys it. Um, Mm. you can just click, I want that built again from your camp and it'll just rebuild that like immediately, you know, with the pending resources, um, which is pretty cool. And what else did they show? Oh yeah, that was pretty much it. It was pretty much just showing, um, they made some pretty good jokes like, uh, like uh, the point of, you know, building your settlement is uh or uh no uh neighborly rivalry is still alive and well you still have to give the johnsons a what for uh you know like you always do it's just ridiculous um so yeah go go check out that video if you're really really excited for fallout if not you're really not missing too much um you can kind of Mm -hmm. know what to expect and uh yeah i feel like we're gonna have some uh a pretty good time with this game when it when it comes out i sure hope so in november so i don't know there's two things coming out in november there's this and uh uh pokemon let's go yeah those are the two big ones so yeah um go check that one out if you're really into those definitely next all right uh another one is i don't know if this is an announcement or what but uh another one we got coming out is called black sad under the skin uh, uh, seems, seems very weird. weird. <laughs> very weird. New York, 1950s. Uh, you basically play a private eye cat. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's... Okay, so it, it is your 50s detective game. Bullshit. But there are no... There, there are not humans. There are just all animals. Like you do. But they are super serious about it. It's uh, very realistic looking environments. Um and then you have these like ridiculous looking cats or gorillas or bison or I, I don't think do we right. I don't think I've seen a dog. Uh, there's no dogs allowed. <laughs> your your character's dog racist. Um, but yeah, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch had all been announced, which is pretty cool. Oh yeah, brother. Um, yeah, so um, I I don't know yeah, what to think of this one though. To be honest, it's definitely weird. Um. It all kind of depends on what they're trying to do with it, I guess. Oh, that w- like it could be really cool. That was a girl dog on the ba- on the poster. Racist. Yeah. But like, what are you trying to do? Like, what is the goal? What are we gonna get out of this? You know what I mean? That's a big question. Oh, and, and that could uh, that could change how I feel about the game. I think. Right. Yeah. There are a few dogs. There's a Rottweiler that tries to beat you up. Um, but I really want this to be L.A. Noir. <laughs> It could be if you really truly believe. It. I, I want this to be like L.A. Noir, just with dogs. Like I would be, I would laugh so hard if it was just L.A. Noir reskinned, but every character is a dog and a cat. That would be great. <laughs> I definitely buy that. Yeah, no questions asked. Um, but yeah, it has it has a very uh, a very interesting feel to it. Just looking at it, um, uh-huh. and. Uh, yeah, I think we're gonna need some gameplay, some con- some context. The graphics are like shockingly good. So good, like the <laughs> characters are amazing. Um, yeah, that one's black sad under the skin. This is their no- their first teaser, I guess. So, mm-hmm. um, 
Very fucking weird. Very, very weird. This was, like, one that I was, like, questioning to even put on here just because it was so oddball. But questioning my own sanity. Then I couldn't help myself. <clears throat> cool. The next one is Darksburg. Uh, this was actually the last one that I had put on here. Um, <laughs> that I actually, I definitely found this one on ArtStation. Some of the people were saying, like, oh, this is what I worked on. Um, mm-hmm. It is a fantasy. It's a fantasy, a fantasy setting, but with zombies. Um, it looks like a like a four player, uh, like a four player co op. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna look up just a little bit more just to get the like the full gist of everything we're looking at here. Um, okay. Yeah, it's a, uh, huh. So it looks like they, I don't know what North, Northgard is. It looks like it might've been an older game. Yeah. Okay. Northgard. It's, uh, it looks like. Yeah, it's, that's, uh, a, that's that, um, uh, strange game I've been talking about. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's apparently done by the same guys, I guess. Okay, it definitely looks like that style, so I can see that. Um, and they've swapped. Uh, it says they've swapped axe-wielding pillagers um, for zombies. Um, okay. You have four characters that you can choose from. <coughs> Excuse me. God damn! Um, Holy hell! There is a there's a uh, a dwarf that wields. It looks like a big spoon. Um, mm-hmm. There's a a crossbow archer with a squirrel, um, a nun that I think is going to be like your paladin tank with a huge cross, mm-hmm. and the last character is it looks like a shield and shackle, like kind of like it's a he has like a shackle that you would be like shackled to the floor with, but it's around it looked mm-hmm. like it bound both of his hands, but he got one hand free, so it's still attached right. to his wrist. He can swing it around and hit people. Um, it's and like a flail now. And a shield. Yeah, this one's coming to PC in 2019. Um, you'll be. It says you'll be killing uh, Zombos instead of befriending Norse giants. We don't know much about these guys. Uh, I'm reading a Rock Paper Shotgun article. They say they don't know too much about the game. But you have a friendly, playable werewolf. Um, so that's a thing. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I thought I read that it was a... Um, Kind of like a, uh, a top-down, like um, like a Torchlight 2 Diablo-style game. Mm-hmm. So if, if that's true, that'll be really cool. Um, the trailer, the, the trailer kind of does it for me. I, you know, I, I, I like what I see here. Mm-hmm. So um, it, could, it definitely could be fun, and I could see um, expanding on this, too. Like, here's, a, you know, a new character. Like, oh, this was an enemy, and you thought he was cool? Well, now you can... You know, have him on your team and play through this next little piece with him. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> um, That's really cool. Yeah. And then the last one that we have for Gamescom, I'm sure there's probably another Gamescom or two piece after, but Jump Force grabbed a new trailer. Um, mm-hmm. I actually didn't watch this trailer. Okay. So, you know, I won't lie to you here. Uh, but Jump Force is the fighting game that kind of just brings in every Shonen Jump. All of the, yeah, yeah the uh, Shonen Jump. Yeah, the Shonen Jump 
characters. So, I mean, you can get Naruto, Dragon Ball. You can get... Um, Monkey, Monkey uh, D. Luffy. Yeah. I was, to, I was trying to remember that, that show. One Piece. Um, and even, like, Death Note and stuff I've seen. Yep. Um, they tease Death Note. Yeah. So, it, it looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think Bleach is in there, too, huh? Uh, should be, yeah. Yeah, it looks fantastic. The characters um, look, if not as good, better than, like, Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. Um, the worlds are I'd say better. vibrant and crazy and, and yeah i mean you know the graphics are great there is the little kid hunter x hunter uh yeah i think so um uh, i mean the world the worlds are already there so they just get to kind of like peel off pieces that they like of it like right uh like they have this capsule course world uh capsule corpse world they have like the ship from one piece um and you know pretty much i, I imagine a lot of the really cool areas of you know from uh anime that you like will all be there um mm-hmm. it doesn't have an exact release date coming out next year but it looks cool like and i'm not into really fighting good. games and i would yeah. probably play this and suck yeah. terribly at it um so i'm kind of hoping for a demo here just to see what the combat feels like mm-hmm. um if it feels anything like injustice i will immediately just be against it i i, I can't stand injustice combat i don't know why Huh. Yeah, I don't know. It seems to be like a little bit more of an open. Um, yeah, it seems open world a little bit. Like you can kind of run around, kind of like um, how some of the Dragon Ball games are. Right. right. Yeah. Um, but I really like being able to like navigate a city and fight people. Mm-hmm. That could be really fun. But cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's uh, that's the last little thing I guess we have for Gamescom. We do have. Um, we do have a few other things that, like I said, I think came from Gamescom. So, um, you know, I guess we'll just keep going. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, something I'm really excited for. Um, we got another uh, cinematic trailer for the Sinking City. Uh, I guess the trailer's called Death May Die. Yeah, this was cool. Um, I, the Sinking City is looking extremely fucking good. Yeah, there's so many things that like there, there's there's a lot of different um like settings that really do it mm-hmm. and especially coming off of us playing you know we're still playing like terminus and we've been talking about a lot of like lovecraftian stuff yeah. um this does it this is awesome yeah the lovecraftian thing's really good it, it's kind of weird that video games didn't latch onto it sooner yeah no yeah no doubt um <clears throat> this has that feel like from the street that the character's walking on to the hat he's wearing um mm. It has it has that setting. And the early on, uh, you see the character laying face down in the street. Um, and I say street kind of like loosely because it the it's street like highly fucked up. The street just ends and falls into water. Um, yeah. And the whole world is fucked up. Like right now, we're watching look like it looks like world and and, and like two worlds colliding and the one world's mm-hmm. made of water and the other one's a city um right. so it's water just falling Damn. not even falling it's being pushed down onto well they're, well, they're being pulled into each other yeah. yeah like the water is not going anywhere it's an ocean yeah it's it and it's over there and then this is a city and it's over here and they're running into each other yeah um and yeah. in the beginning oh, god it looks so good he's laying down and you see like a flash of like like uh like an octopus tentacle and then when it zooms out, you see the street, 
and the like end of the street and a tentacle is moving down into the water um mm-hmm. yeah this game look it's looking really crazy like yeah, even which is, the interior has like it looks like fucking MC Escher's crazy stairs. Yeah, so good. It's really good, and it, it's um, it, it's we're gonna also have a Call of Cthulhu game come out at the end of this year. Yep. Um, which is also looking good, but I think this is looking a little better. I agree. Yeah. Um, and it's again, it's another one of those things where like a couple companies all came to the right conclusion at the same time. Yep. Um. Oh, now he's seeing himself laying on the. Bro, that's so cool. Yeah, that's nuts. God. And there's that big fucking tentacle that looks real pissed off. That's a testicle. <clears throat> Sorry. Um. Yeah, I this this has a vibe for me it, of like back in the PS2 day of like playing the, that game, The Suffering. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, that's exactly what happened. The water splashed on his face in the beginning mm-hmm. because he was drug under, and that's what woke him up. Damn, he woke that's himself so up. Cool. So this is going to be very mind fucky. <laughs> yes, and it's—I mean—that is the you know, as much as the kind of Lovecraft uh, mythos, kind of um, you know, it's seen as like oh, tentacle monsters and ancient gods and shit. Right, and it's that's definitely true. That's definitely there, and that's the most like easy thing to work with, I think. Right, but then. Um, the madness is like the number one uh, pull to the game. Yeah, like it, it, like a lot of the a lot of the short stories and things like that. It's about like you're just slowly going batshit insane. You know, and there's and nothing you can do about it. Yeah, that and, and it, that's really cool. Like, right? That's not something that's that's been tackled too many times in. In video games, I mean, it has, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have the following that it kind of like should have. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 uh, it, it can be hard. Like, yeah, I mean, it's a hard thing to ta- like. It's like um, it's like trying to deal with um, like horror. It's like trying to nail down how, like how as a video game company to handle like a horror video game. And because right. it's a lot of elements, it's it's a visual element. It's a very heavy um, like sound. Sound is probably the most important thing for horror, and I, which is really hard to get right. It's really hard to get right, and like I'm not I I don't know the next part to making something more like it. it it's hor- this is this madness is horror, but it's also. It's something else. It's, something like, else. it's not yeah. scary because it's scary. It's scary because of what it makes you think. Yeah. You know? Uh, and that's, which is really tough to pull off. Yeah, and that's important. So it's going to be really cool to see um, to see if these guys can can pull that off. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's certainly looking promising. Definitely. Definitely is looking good. Um, as well, <clears throat> we finally got... Uh, another Overwatch animated short. This one titled Shooting Star following uh, D.Va. Um, this one, D.Va's always been an interesting character. Um, she's a a video game. Like, she's basically a YouTube video gamer mm-hmm. turned mech pilot. Okay. Um, so she was so good at 
you know, doing what, you know, what she does, like controlling machines, they put her in one. And she's, so now she's the protector of the, the city that she's in, which I think is in South Korea. Yep. Yep. Um, and it, it's, it's really interesting. So th- this animated short goes through um, what she does in her off time. And in her off time, <clears throat> she's uh, fixing her, her bot. She's fixing her mech. Um, mm-hmm. And she's talking with kind of like her computer tech, her, like an engineer that hangs out in, uh-huh. uh, like in her, I don't know, what do you call it? I, I, guess, I guess it would be like Office. a garage. Yeah. Um, and they were all just in a fight, and there were several of them fighting, probably, I imagine, Omnix. Um, which mm-hmm. kind of the the main enemy for Overwatch, um, and she was the last one functional, and she finished the job, and it was really close. Um, and they're all taking a hiatus, having their bots fixed, um, and she's still back at the garage, uh, just working on her bot, and she's like, you know, this is what I do for fun, uh, you know, this is fun for me, and. Um, this one doesn't really tug at the heartstrings or anything, kind of like the other ones did. Uh, the Bastion video fucked me up. Yeah, the May one was pretty rough. Um, <laughs> yeah. And as you know, they have this downtime and they're fixing stuff. Uh, she goes to take her mech out for a test, and lo and behold, incoming are Omnics randomly, mm-hmm. and she's the only one there to defend the city. Um, and I think this might be the first time she uses the she uses her main um, ultimate ability, like, like Nova. Yeah, her her uh, her explosive. She uh, supernova basically, where she mm-hmm. explodes the bot and backflips out of it. Um, right. Damn, I love these Omnic Squid bots. Yeah, they're really cool. They're cool as fuck. Uh, I really like um, the the design of the mech. That it's not like humanoid. Yeah, it's. Um, I'm super into that because obviously it would be like completely stupid to make an actual like, uh, like a battle mech or like a war mech to actually make it humanoid would be like the dumbest thing you can do because humans are absolutely shit at like combat. <laughs> yeah, hers uh, hers kind of for me. I always felt like it was kind of like a uh, like a beetle. It's like a beetle, and it's also got the like positioning of like a bird of prey. Yeah, it has like the like it's got, really it's, thin legs. It's got legs. the stance of like a velociraptor. Yeah, um, which is super cool. And I like the two joysticks that she has, and it controls mm-hmm. the arms. And yeah, it's it's really cool. Uh, she they talk about her and that engineer um, about how they won a race one time. Uh, he's like, "Yeah, we won the race," and she's like, "Exactly, we won." And he's like, "Yeah, but you made the." Um, you made the like car or whatever go supernova, and you blew it up. And she's like, "Yeah, that. I mean, it, ha- we won. it happened, but we won." <laughs> and yeah. that that was kind of the 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 talk here at the end. She ends up deflecting um, a lot of the shots with her um, um, defensive barrier, and uh, one of them just went straight toward the city. So she had to turn and. Uh, and move as fast as she can to try to eliminate it. But she couldn't get a target on it. And uh, so she just ran into it full speed. Um, mm-hmm. And it it turned around and, like, turned its, like, tentacles 
really wide and grabbed a hold of her. And um, that's cool. Yeah, it pulled her in close too, like basically saying, "I'm gonna fuck you up." And mm-hmm. it, I think it just started dismantling the bot. She had nothing left. She didn't have any weapons or anything yeah. like that. So she triggers the supernova, which takes time. Damn. She backflips out of it and shoots the supernova rea- the reactor. Mm-hmm. And, That's so and cool. blows it up herself. Uh, which probably fucked her up pretty good because she was probably going like 80 miles an hour in the air. And then she hit Straight water. Straight into the water like concrete. <laughs> yeah. She skipped across like a stone. Ouch! Um... But, you know, they didn't go into that. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it was... Yeah, we don't want to cover that shit in this fucking movie. We don't got time for that shit. But it was really good. Um, I, I liked... Uh, I, it was a lot of action. Whereas the other the ones shit, have been uh, I mean, They, like, Blizzard is the next Pixar. I know. Make... make like, if... Uh, man, I don't know. I don't want to see an over... I don't want to see, like, an Overwatch movie. But I would... Hmm. I, I don't know. I think they should make one of these for each character, and I would sit down and watch all of them front to back. Hundred percent. They're fun. They're like it. it they're awesome animated shorts. You know, what would be really cool is if they did like they take like whatever the pro match is of like the final like whoever like wins this wins the championship or whatever that has like some really good action and shit in it, uh-huh. and then have some little CG lead-ins that are like a minute, two minutes long each, and then attach the match to it. Yeah, I think they could take at the end. I think that'd be sick. I think they could take the match and they could turn that into an animated short itself. Yeah. So, like, you know, instead of having the gameplay mechanic or show, they have the uh, like the heavy mm. CG. That could be really. Yeah, that'd be good. sick. I'd love that. Uh, yeah. So th- this one's really good. You can go check that out along with uh, May Bash and Reinhardt. Um, uh, who else? Who else? I think there's like Hanzo and Genji. Your mama. Your mama. Uh, um, and then your mama's ass, which is a separate one. Um, Hanzo has one. Yeah. So you, yeah, yeah. You can go check uh, check those out. Hers is pretty good. Um, and oh, I guess they did show her get she's beat up. <laughs> good. I mean, they do like they just do such a fucking good job on this shit. Yeah. See, I told you them legs were broke. Yeah. And then she just like she's like, why would I want to go anywhere else? I have good food, and it's just like chips. It's like Doritos. <laughs> I love that everything that she has, like, they kind of are implying that she's poor and that she just, like, lives off of her sponsorship deals. Yeah. She, which I really like. She just eats, like, she's definitely, like, uh, like, they they really play on, like, her being, like, she should probably, like, just live at home with her parents because she's still going to high school and she plays video yeah. games every day she's, when she she's comes home. She's literally just a programmer. Yeah. So that, that's really, that's really that's cool. very good. God. It's like... Um, I could get into Overwatch. Maybe next time there's a sale, I'll grab it on PS4. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd probably jump back into it. Um, I don't know. It's, it's you just ha- again, you have to have a team. Oh, as well. Um, not only did they release this, but um, the three new there's three new maps that came out as well. Um, mm-hmm. all surrounding Diva. Um, okay, so yeah, Busan. Yeah, that's in uh, South Korea. Train to Busan, great movie. Yep, they have uh, they have Busan, which is the city. Um, then they have like a temple and uh, mm. a, a, a third map that are all in PTR right now. That'll be coming to um, play. Uh, nice. I'd imagine within two weeks. That's usually how they mm-hmm. how they do it. They're really fast. Yeah. <clears throat> cool. All right. Um, following that, we got a solid 
semi-solid, I guess. A half-chub release date for Shenmue 3. Finally, I got the half-chub out. Um, so what, we had Shenmue 1 and 2 just came out last week on consoles, right? Um, I think so, yeah, yeah. That sounds right. So yeah, um, originally it was supposed to come out in December of 17. It got delayed to the first half of 18. In May it got delayed to 19. We now have a release date of August 27th, 2019. Hmm. So just about a year from recording. Wow. Yeah, that's um, um, I, I like. I still think a lot of people are just like, <laughs> okay, okay. Like, you know? what the fuck is Shenmue Three? I don't even know. Real shit. I, uh, yeah, I, I have no idea. Hmm. Um, if you want to, wait, what was the next one? Yeah, if you want to take the next one, I'm actually looking up a surprising article here at the end. Something okay. random. All right. Um, yeah, so we also got uh, the, the next thing coming up here. Um, the uh, team that made Until Dawn and then a bunch of really shitty games is coming back to make The Dark Pictures a horror game anthology, which is really cool. Um, so that's coming from uh, Supermassive Games. Uh, really weirdly, um, Bandai Namco Publishing. Yeah. Which is, it's really unusual because it's like... Uh, didn't wasn't Sony directly involved in like doesn't I thought Sony owned this studio? Yeah, I'm. I, I wasn't 100 percent sure. I know that they did. Um, I mean, they did. So they, they did, did a lot with yeah with Sony. Uh, they moved on to do. Um, what was it? Um, there was an Until Dawn Russia Blood VR game for the PlayStation VR. R.I.P. Mm -hmm. um, they did like a game for the uh, PlayLink mobile thing. Um, that was like a cop game that was really bad. Um, but yeah, the, what they're working on now. So the first one, uh, the uh, coming out in 2019 on PS4, PC, and Xbox One, uh, a story called Man of Medan. Medan. Um, so you're switching between a cast of four American tourists. Right. And what sounds like a deadly Gilligan's Island experience. Their summer cruise turns into a fight for survival aboard a haunted World War II ship. That sounds ballin'. And I think horror is something that could really work with the anthology uh, build, I guess. Yeah. Um, with this one, they had... Um, like, this feels like to me that they're just like, hey, we want to play around with a bunch of weird stuff. Mm -hmm. and, th and, yeah. and that's what they're doing. Yeah. Um, yeah, like the first one you said, they, you know, it, it's it's four people um, and their boat captain, and they basically disturb some remains mm -hmm. of World War II ship or uh, like it do. Yeah, a downed World War II vessel. It follows them back, and then a ghost ship shows up. Mm -hmm. um, speaking of, this reminds me very much of Ghost Ship. Yeah. Yes. Oh, oh, that, um, we definitely are, it looks like some actors we might know. Oh, yeah. Um, who is that guy? I, I can't pick, I, that looked like the, the main guy in, um, yeah, he, Quantum Break. Quantum Break. Uh, one of the twins. Yeah. Uh, Bobby. Iceman. Yep. Uh, yeah, that, that was like, I know him from a movie, though. What was it? Um, Damn. so, not That's only good. are they, you know, making this one, this is just the first one that they've shown off, um, mm -hmm. Pete Samuels, the CEO and executive producer at Supermassive, said they have identified 39 different subgenres of horror that they would like to explore in time. Man, that could be really cool. That's awesome, um, yeah. especially for me because I'm a huge horror fan, and I, 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 
I, I don't know how you feel. I know you. I think you liked Until Dawn. I like horror. It just fucks me up. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, there's actually nine nine minutes of gameplay here. It's, it's out there. Yeah, I don't want to watch it. Oh, okay. No. Because I want that shit to like happen to me, and I have like a minor like conniption fit when it happens. Yeah, I just I I kind of want to see what the um. Like how oh, it like, looks yeah, in game I, and um, and all that. Yeah, despite the fact that these guys are known for making pure shitters, like I absolutely trust this company, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna buy it sight unseen, hundred percent. Like definitely. Um, okay. I don't need them to prove anything, you know. Yeah, this is literally just until dawn. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's until dawn. I mean, like they learned their lesson, I think. Mm-hmm. Um. The uh, the games that they've done in between where Sony was like, yo, we need a uh, game for the PlayLink. Yo, we need a uh, fucking game for, you know, whatever. It did not work. And I think they learned their lesson. Yeah, what they did. Um, um, I mean, their big ones that were that were good were Until Dawn and then The Impatient, which was like until, until Dawn, like... Yeah, I mean, like um, with the impatient, they were they were able to, um, you know, they had already done a couple of VR games. So now, okay, now we actually know how to do this, and it's not just somebody telling us to do it. Right. Um. So yeah, this is the company that, um, um, you know, they originally made Little Big Planet. Um. They helped port the first Killzone game. Yeah, yeah. They did a bunch of like. Um, well, they did. Sorry, they did Little Big Planet DLC. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Squeeze me. They didn't do. Um. So they they didn't really break out until I'm looking at all their games. Um. So yeah. Uh. 2015 until dawn. Until dawn. Rush of Blood and Tumble VR on the VR. Uh. 2017 Hidden Agenda was shit. Oh yeah, that was the um, shitty one that I I couldn't yeah. remember. Well. Uh. 2018 they made Bravo Team, which was apparently pure shit. Um, and the inpatient, and the inpatient I heard was pretty good. Uh, yeah. Not great, but pretty. Well, good. I think they were going to inherently have a little bit of success because it's in the Until Dawn world. So oh, right. I mean, yeah, they yeah. already have that. Like, oh, this is. They already have that crowd that's like, oh, this is in a world that I already like. Correct. <clears throat> but yeah. Um. So you know, we'll see. I'm not sure how this is going to be released. I don't know if it's going to be like episodic, and you know, you'll pick up this one, and it'll be like that a would four. probably be smart. Uh, I don't know if this will be like a four or five hour like thing or whatever, mm-hmm. um, but uh, looks great though. It looks great. Yeah, it. I, I think this will be. I think this will be pretty, uh, pretty fun. And I can't wait to see what other subgenres they come up with. I, I think oh. it would be really cool if it, they were like, well, you know, here's five. Yeah, that would be dope. Slide them all out. <laughs> uh, just like straight up, and they're like, okay, we've showed off one. The rest of them are kind of like this, but different. Like, yeah. see you later. Yeah, the, smell you later, losers. You, you you will be surprised by this. So, you know, yeah. if you like this, you will like the rest of them for sure. That would be really cool. Right? Yeah, that would be dope. Yeah. All right, and then it looks like actually you put the last one in here. <laughs> yeah. So the last thing we have here is, uh, I guess I like to end on bad news. Um, well, so Square Enix is delisting the Last Remnant uh, on PC. So. Um, it's a. Uh, it was not a very popular game. Um, it didn't do very well in general. I think this is one that had the like four-armed cat people, if I'm not mistaken, which is pretty dope. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a Square Enix game. Um, there's really not a lot going on with it, but uh, 
basically the Steam page uh, had a detail-free announcement a couple days ago. Um, we will soon be discontinuing digital and physical sales of The Last Remnant on PC, along with departure times by region. Um, so people are reaching out to Square Enix to find out why and have not heard anything. Uh, it was the first uh, Square Enix game using Unreal 3 for what they called their Western strategy. Uh, it, it came out, uh, well, it was announced for PS3 and 360. Eventually it only came out on 360. Um, it, uh, it wasn't until the game was ported to PC that players started picking up on the title, especially during Steam sales. Um, if you've already purchased the game, you should be good for the foreseeable future, but this is your last chance to buy the PC version before September 4th. Um, and let me check that out and see if it's, uh, if they're charging money for this Steam and pile of shit. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's more evidence of these things that we've kind of been talking about in the past. That's like, um, it's Last Remnant, right? Right. The Last Remnant. Yeah, okay, so you can get a free demo, and it's 10 bucks if you like that. Um, originally came out on Steam April 9th, 2009. In the Dark Ages. Um, so, I mean, you know, I'm not gonna lie, it was pretty shit. Um, this is when I was really heavily into JRPGs. I played it on 360 a little bit. Yeah. Um, I, so it's going to be delisted the 4th at 10 uh, PDT, Pacific Daylight Time. Sounds right. Night-night. Bye-o. All right. <clears throat> and we'll... I, like, I looked up... Actually, just pretty much fucking breaking news. But mm-hmm. I'll go through the art station... Um, Art Corner first. Uh, I saw these guys a while back. It was really cool. There was an undead Bebop and Rocksteady from Ninja Turtles um, mm-hmm. that looks super sick. Uh, it was for a um, art station Comic Con, ch- or a, oh, it was yes. a Comic Con challenge. Um, these were actually two different people. Um, Sergey Kozlopov? Yeah, sure. Kozlopov? Yeah, and. Uh, uh, Silken, Vladimir Silken. Um, I like that one. Yeah, the um, the Bebop has a he looks just like Bebop, but without the glasses. He looks like a zombie. Mm. He has scars. He has throwing uh, like the Ninja Turtle throwing stars in his arms. Uh-huh. Um, his jacket on the back it says "Punk is undead" or "Punk's undead," and he has mm. Raphael's size stabbed into his back. Um, and well, look at his uh, fucking and staff. His weapon is Donatello's staff. With his head yeah. nailed to the end of the staff. With the nail sticking out, yeah. Yeah. Um, That's dope. So, super cool. Um, kind of foreshadowing literally what happened, because Bebop and Rocksteady killed uh, Donatello. Um, spoiler Damn, alert. Damn, real shit, huh? Yeah. Spoiler How alert. How the fuck did they come back from that? Good luck. Yeah. I mean, did the comics, did they just like, the end? <laughs> no, no, I think they continued. There was a lot of things going on at that time. Um but they just bludgeoned him to death. Damn. Yeah, it was pretty brutal. I picked up the book. Uh, as soon as I heard about it, I was like, good God, that's awesome. Got him. Um, and then we'll look at Rocksteady over here, who is looks like the standard war general Rocksteady. Uh, but the mm. weapon he is currently carrying is Leonardo's severed arm with his uh, katana in it. Um, part of it. It looks like the katana's busted. Yeah, it looks like it might be broke oh, off. Oh, it's in his stomach. Oh, yeah, part of it, it broke off. Yeah. So good, good stuff. Um, I think it's funny that both of these characters, uh, Rocksteady has the um, turtle shell 
Like he killed mm-hmm. like a smaller turtle. He has yeah. it on his hip. Bebop has them on his shoulders, as shoulder pads. He has them with like pauldrons. Yeah. Um, yeah. These guys did some great, great work. And uh, really I don't know. I, I'm definitely biased, but this was my favorite thing that I saw from this uh, Comic Con challenge uh, back then. So good stuff. Really good, Check those guys out. Um, but speaking right. of terrible, terrible, terrible news, we'll try to get through it as quick as possible. Oh. Um, there was a Madden tournament in Florida here in Jacksonville today. Oh, God. Um, and there was a mass shooting there. That just Holy happened. Holy shit. Um, the police have went on to say, uh, you know, of course it was said that, uh, or it was live, and you heard someone screaming off camera, and then shots started breaking out. Uh, the camera feed cut. You hear people running, and you heard a guy cry out, what did he shoot me with? Um, Holy shit. Yeah, one of the streamers, he got hit in the thumb by a bullet. Damn. Um, and the source... That's what. That's literally the only one he needs. Yeah, and the source... Uh, the A lot of the places have said that there were multiple fatalities. It looks like four, uh, ten victims altogether. Um, Holy shit. And they're... One of the suspects is dead at the scene, but they're wondering if there's a second suspect. Um, so they're looking... The fucker that got JFK, it sounds like. <clears throat> and the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office is saying, stay far away from this area. Like, even if you have to, like, drive through this area, go the other way. Um, so, yeah, I guess we are ending on a pretty shit note. Um, Holy shit. Pretty yeah, crazy. Four dead and six more wounded. Yeah currently yep it'll be more than that so uh i guess we'll have we'll probably have more on that uh we'll probably hear more about this throughout this next week and we'll probably have more on it next week rough um but go ahead and keep up with us over at facebook.com backslash mammoth games inc you can talk about all the stuff that we talk about on the podcast there first and chat with us on the daily so we can uh you know see what you're thinking about it so that's cool as well, follow us on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. So you can see uh, this man's, you know, smack a side of ribs um, or, uh, you know, uh, sexual harassment panda saying, hi, boys and girls. Um, yep. And you can know when we go live, do stuff like this. Uh, or uh, when the podcast goes live on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean.com or you know even D&D, that too. Uh, pretty much everything gets funneled through there. So go tag that follow button. Um, but for Mammoth Games Inc., thanks for hanging out, guys. Until next week, I am Night Swarm. And I'm, and I'm Filter Cord. Have a good one. Careful, Careful out there. <laughs>